It is 1899, the turn of the 20th century. 23 years after the extraordinary British scientist Phileas Fogg went around the world in 80 days, he now seeks to better his own feet, to travel to any seven destinations on the planet, no matter how far within the year. Fogg will then justifiably become the head of the Royal Academy of Science. There's just one small problem. Phileas Fogg is a cad, a philanderer, a murderer, and a monster. Only a small group of dashing heroes know the truth, and only they can stop him in an adventurous race around the world. Sugar-Fueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, presents The World's Most Wondrous Year, a Savage World's Pulp Adventure. Episode 47 When one deals in time travel, nothing is ever quite as simple as it seems. The strange expedition have had some unseen aid throughout the entire race. And when Dr. Anthony Moreau receives a letter from his future self, he knows it's time to assemble a team to foil Fogg in Dr. Moreau's excellent adventure through time and space. So, when last we left our heroes, in Dr. Moreau's excellent adventure through time and space... Uh, you had completed uh, two of your jobs. You had delivered parachutes to the Zeppelin in Antarctica, uh, ensuring safety and getting to observe Cracker Jack and the Skippies. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Worth it. You had gone back in time and created... <laughs> Great line here. Casual. Worth it. You've you'd gone back in time and created Gaston Lavache. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Jared's traditional time travel lesson is that it's always more... Tra- it's always... You always create the problems you'll suffer from. That is a really surreal yeah. taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird there. Mm. Then you've got four more things to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Go back to ancient Egypt and steal the amulet of Sekhmet. Um, go blow up a mountain and cause an avalanche in China. Uh, go back to Transylvania and meet um, and find what happened to Alistair Fogg. Um, and go re- reappear in the middle of the um, ceremony to summon Kilquato at Worth and seal him away forever. I think let's do Kilquato last. Yeah, since I do the and that's what I was thinking. It sounds hard. Mm-hmm. Not so that it sounds hard. It sounds like something to finish on. Mm-hmm. Well, Wait. I was going to suggest doing the Chinese one, making the avalanche. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Something nice and quick. It, yeah. Simple. Well, it's also very Jeremy oriented, which means that we have Jeremy. To be fair. I think Jonathan would probably make a better avalanche. <laughs> <laughs> he could probably make the explosives. <laughs> Than Jeremy. Just on the general principle that Jonathan's better than Jeremy in every conceivable way. No, on the, on the, the idea that I have, um, I think I have higher. No, my academics are the same, um, but I think I've got um, more of the skills that actually needed. Uh, so, in that one, uh, Doctor Future Doctor Moreau says he's had no further communication from Mara. <laughs> Um, after she went to aid Chen Yu, you know, that monk who spent a lot of time on screen that you needed to teach her secret dragon-based martial arts technique to yeah. in the off-screen yeah. adventure. 
um, where the expedition was arrested and detained indefinitely by the Chinese military after being caught in the mountains by a big military force. Only an explosive avalanche can stop the military from catching up with them. Until Adam arrives, I will be Dr. Moreau. Yep. Would so, you like as many? No, it's quite alright. So, is it, advise Dr. Moreau of what you wish to do. I think, yeah, we were, the Chinese one? Yeah. 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 So he has coordinates and he has times. So you're just heading to this mountain in China. Yes, so if someone will pass me a pencil, I'll note our time coordinates. What do you have to say? A pencil. Okay. Sorry, I didn't want to start reaching all over here. You'll come to Alright then. Everybody get aboard everybody get get aboard the time machine. I've, I've got a pencil, Jared passed me one. Oh. Sorry, he was looking at you funny. <laughs> That's okay, it was very thoughtful. I didn't, I didn't realise that was why you were getting one, I thought you wanted one for yourself. Yeah, have a razor. Yep. Wheels and dials spin. Once again, it's bloody cold here. Mm-hmm. So what time period are we in at this point? Uh, this is... Because this is 1899. 1899, uh, when you are in China, is... Um, this is around late July? Late July. So it's summertime. 1899. In China? Well, it's the Northern Hemisphere. Yeah. In the frozen mountains of China. It's summertime still. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it, gets, it stays cold. In the I know, that's what I'm saying, but it's summertime cold opposed yeah. to wintertime cold. <laughs> it's marginally less cold. It's less cold than it could be. You yeah. arrive, mm-hmm. and you are atop, basically. Uh, there is an enormous icy peak there um, <clears throat> that Dr. Moreau has managed to park the time machine about halfway on. <laughs> it's moving very slightly in the snow. <laughs> oh, this is a little precarious. Alright, well, the type circuits say we're in the right time period. Uh, we, we just need to be up there, and then we should be able to get a clear view of what's happening. So we're parked precarious as in we're about to fall off the cliff? Yep. Okay, I'm going to start pulling the sled back as best as I can. You're going to use your manly strength to accomplish mm. this job? Use your manly strength. Use my manly strength. Um, so what is my manly strength? My manly strength is D8. I need dice. It's the same Could be. We'll just have to wait and see. Maybe as Dr. Moreau appears. No, no, no. He, 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 he just... His actor changes. Oh, yeah. His, a, his actor changes to another actor. For some Sorry. Reason. Jude Law was too expensive for this. <laughs> It's a guy that looks kind of like him. In no, we, we, we just film him from behind. It's just some yeah. guy with yeah. brown hair and wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, the stunt double. So, do you like those ones? Yeah. Which one? The, the window? Yeah. 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 That's really good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here and saying hazelnut was her favourite. I was like, yeah. yeah. Did, did these, did you, these you found my weakness. Them? All right, you forced me. I'll eat one. Did these pass? Wow, well, those are gorgeous. Oh, I shot the rainbow ones. I yeah. got them last week. Yeah. I didn't see him. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I need a D4. D6. I thought that would go down well. So. Um, oh, the D8's already there, Cole. Alright, so I need a D4. God, so weird having string. Holy <laughs> shit! 
I'm just like, oh, I can't help with this. No, wait, I'm playing Thomas. I can totally help with this. How strong is he? He's going to be like a D6. He's a D8. Hell yeah. I have a buff husband. <laughs> Keeping That's him around. Husband. Huh? Isn't that right? Yeah. <laughs> Keeping him around. Mm-hmm. Um, so... We'll roll an assist. Oh, he, thank you. He tied his fist Burned strength terrible. No, he's got a D6. You're no. thinking it's uh, bigger. Oh, right. Uh, mm-hmm. so it's Jeremy. Nine. is a D4. Nine. Okay. So, don't ten. worry. Ten. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. ten. Cool. <laughs> Makes absolutely no difference, but the spirit is there. Yeah. Let's get everybody out rather carefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Tom and Bernard climb out the front and grab onto it, pull it up a bit, people start climbing off, the weight becomes less. Yeah. And you pull it up onto a slightly more level platform of snow. Wipe his brow with Where we use the activate the chameleon circuit and transfer it into a, transfer it into a reindeer sled. Because as it turns out, sleds are appropriate everywhere. That's right. <laughs> right. Well, everywhere is snowy. Quite convenient. Well. We got an anchor on this thing? Uh, it's designed to travel in time, not... It's not a pirate ship. <laughs> <laughs> to anchor it to the spot, to make sure that it doesn't go over the, the side of the cliff again. Uh, I do have rope. Uh, at last, somebody with rope. <laughs> I wonder who gave you that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, let's say I fix this a little more securely. Not that your fine efforts are not appreciated, Tom, but you can't stand. Uh, uh, do- sorry, Doctor Strange, but you can't stand there all day holding the thing. And of course, there is a lovely, convenient giant icicle hanging mm-hmm. down. Is he calling him Doctor uh, Strange because it's because he's the employer? Of- oh no, he wouldn't have been around for my No, the- Bernard addresses everybody by their um. Last title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except Americans. <laughs> who he tries not to call by name. Americans and the French. Excepting French woman, who he tries not yeah. to call by name at all. That fellow. <laughs> please, James. Please. I'm, I'm Thomas. I, I feel much more at ease. Mm-hmm. My wife is Doctor Strange, not me. <laughs> Very well, Thomas. I will do my best. Thomas. <laughs> No, I can't do it. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, so you secure it with your rope. Mm, yep. And when it becomes Sorry, relevant, we'll see how good a job you did it. Yep, yeah, yeah that, that, that's what I was looking for, yep. was something so that it didn't find a mistake. You tie it to an icicle. Yep. And now you need to climb to the top of the mountain to get to the other side to see if you can see where the Chinese military is. Fortunately, I do have this um, grapple gun not just strange procured. Oh, I, suppo- I suppose it would be convenient if I had some more rope to use with the grapple gun. Let me see what I have in my things. Uh, the grapple gun has rope oh, on well. it already, because it's a grappling hook attached to rope on a new map. Okay, so by using the rope to tie the sled, I still have rope? Well, yes, you have a grappling gun. It's not as convenient as rope in that you can't tie both ends of it around things tremendously well. Well, that's all right. As but it's, it's turn- the Batman. Yep, as it turns out, I have both the grappling gun and additional rope because I have organised. Oh, there we are. Um, de- I'm de- de- declaring without spending a hero point that I have additional rope. Mm-hmm. And some pitons. <laughs> <laughs> Can someone get me a little glass of water? Yep. I suppose that people would like hero points in first. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a ton. <laughs> yeah. 
What's the pun? I have Whoa. four sleeping. I have uh, four here. Do you want to um, keep the green or put it back? Uh, put it back. <laughs> well, it's, it's your decision. Yeah, I suppose. I'll put it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I just think we need the three. We're endeavouring to save them up. Of course, the joke will be on us if then we don't draw them in the final confrontation. Mm. Mm. At least we have the chance. Yeah. yeah. So, you need to get up to the top of the mountain. Um, it is, of course, basically the. Sort of, this is the area of China that's bordering on Siberia, of course. Mm-hmm. So it is the howling wilderness and howling wind and ice Fishing. and snow and everything else. How are we going to get Moro, um, get, um, what's his name? <clears throat> Tony. How are we going to get Tony to the top of this cliff? Good question. Perhaps I should remain here, at least until someone to play me shows up. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. Just putting it out there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yes. I won't take him along except the wheelchair. There's a good point about the wheelchair. Mm. Uh, he can totally do it. He's, his, his hindrance is crippled. He's at minus two to all athletics checks that would involve using his legs, like oh, climbing and things. But it doesn't mean he can't do it. Because mm. he's still a pulp hero, so he just holds himself up yeah, in the wheelchair at all. So what, he just, he just wraps, uh, wraps his legs around the wheelchair and uses his well, arms? Well, it's probably a collapsing wheelchair, so mm. we just get him to, we just get, he pulls himself up using his arms and then we tow his wheelchair along, which is probably what he's going to do, given that Alan's just showing up. I, I <laughs> feel more like myself again. Suddenly, he four comes back. Yeah. <laughs> so, everybody needs to get up to this mountaintop. This is a, another one of those famous group success checks. Oh, okay. Um, We're in China. <laughs> because you actually have rope, you can alleviate some of the crippling penalties of climbing this mountain. And we have rope. I have plus two. Yeah, this is an answer. Yeah. Merely make it athletics. <laughs> I gave him all of my good shit. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, I used that. That rope like, sled. Your time travel sled is all crany, but we've stabilized it. Yeah. Um, no, you that rope to sled. You have extra rope because you, you I am You need to learn how to parallel park, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so athletics checks for all. Athletics checks for all. Miniature American flags for us. <laughs> At minus one, everybody minus remember? One. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, mine oh, um, I didn't make this. I plus two to climbing, so just yep. try your play back. Yeah, so you're <laughs> at athletics plus two minus one, so net plus so one. So just plus one. Hey. Oh, this is just. I got a four. Yeah, you're a guy in a wheelchair. You can remain. Who's untrained in athletics? Yes. (laughs) You can. We can leave you behind. We just figured you'd want to come along. Uh, So let's see. That's minus two, minus four, minus five. Go explosion! (laughs) Couple of explosions to sort that out. No. Yeah. All right. Thank so goodness I'm not the only one who failed. Yeah. Well, the point is because you're the only one who you're not the only one who failed. We're about to group fail the climb check, so we may need to actually think about re-rolling some of those. So who passed? I passed. Yeah. Okay. So, so we only need one more. Sorry. Um, so yeah. I'll, I'll pass. Yeah. I'll shut the door. I'm a pass. Oh, you passed. I need. Yeah. Um, because you have a grappling gun, you can substitute shooting for athletics. Ah. Because that's what the grappling gun does. Cool. If that actually helps anyone, I suspect everyone's athletics might be better than their shooting. Nope. Not even that shooting. Decent shooting. Yeah, my shooting's decent. I've already passed. It doesn't matter. Okay, so, um, somebody else made a success to get us up. No, I I gave a white and made my three or four. Cool. Okay. So, we see Bernard pulls out the grappling gun and goes, 
and it disappears up into the snowdrift. You hear a thunk noise, retract it until it snags on something. And then, as you go to sort of look at the rest of Huddy, Annabelle just sort of climbs over you like a monkey and <laughs> climbs straight up, no problem. Like an experienced cat burglar, in fact. <laughs> then Jeremy climbs up, no problem. Mm-hmm. Then Tom climbs up, struggling a little in the snow. Um, he's probably trying to help Moreau get his, his um, wheelchair up a little bit first, so that's probably why he struggles a little bit first. Then Bernard fails. Uh, yeah, but I thought we were going group successes, or do we yes, all... Yes, but I don't know whether you've passed or failed, because you haven't actually told me. Oh, right, I, I failed. Right. I'm, me, and, me and Moreau are relying on the group success. Yep. Yeah. So, Tom, Annabelle, and Jeremy all climb up, and then Bernard is struggling a bit, and he's got to secure the rope to Moreau's wheelchair, and then the three of you at the top, pull, 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 yeah. pull, pull. You pull this off in relatively good time. <clears throat> you are not slowed by this. Cool. And... When you get to the top, um, you can now see what is going on out here. Um, you look down across the mountain, and the camera swoops dramatically down across the icy plains. We see a couple of figures, uh, I think four of them at this stage. Uh, no, maybe five of them. Um, Dr. Amanda Strange, Mara, Pete, uh, Jonathan... And Shen Yu, of course. Ah, yes. Um, All walking through the howling gale like this. You know, mountaineering gear on, climbing sticks in hand. And they look like they're making progress towards that ancient monastery up the top of the mountain that you can see. That looks like there are a couple of large shapes (laughs) flying around it. Long serpentine things. (laughs) But then you see behind them well behind them, you know, several several kilometres if not more, um, there is a huge group of Chinese men in uniform marching in lockstep across the snow, pointing and shouting. The strange expedition don't even seem to have noticed them. They're considerably far behind them. And the strange expedition haven't yet picked up a party member with really good perception. <laughs> Fortunately for us. <laughs> but they do look like they're prepared for this, like they're expert mountaineering troops, and they are gaining slowly on the strange expedition. Sooner or later they will overcome them, and it's clear from the numbers they will just overwhelm them with ease. So, I will get out um, my laceration fragmentation device, because apparently grenade was too hard for the <laughs> 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 It's not a grenade. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> I did, but um, and I will attempt to create a explosion. Okay. So yes, before you roll anything for this, this is the kind of thing you can do with your weird clockwork science. Um, it is not a matter of using the power; it is a matter of adapting it to become a much more powerful explosion and weapon. Yeah. Um, so this will involve sitting on the mountain and tinkering with this for a bit. It's not just going to be a fire and forget. First off, everyone's sitting up here in the snow. Yeah. Oh, we're uh, doing cold checks, are yep. we? Yeah, we're doing cold checks again. Okay. Maybe that's for everyone. Oh, uh, yep, that's five. Yep, I can't. Oh, seven. Oh, you're dead. Oh. So, it's, it's cold, no. but not yeah. Antarctic. Yeah. <laughs> 
so you're okay. No. Annabelle, your your sexy spy cat suit yeah, is not working. Right. I, I see my wife, so I'm, I'm warm to my heart. You were fatigued for the duration yeah. of this. So um, so first off, sorry, can I resolve something that didn't get sorted out at the end of the previous session? Because yep. we closed out quite quickly. Could I possibly have had um, first aid for my mental wound? Uh, yes, that's certainly a theory. Because we ended the session very abruptly yep. and I didn't get a chance. Where did you get away from? Um, the French insulted my cooking. <laughs> the French insulted good British cooking. So, someone, it is empathy to heal that. Okay. In that case, I'll probably try a bit of mental first aid on myself to remind myself that after all I did. Maybe write in a diary or something. Uh, yeah, if you can. Yep, as long as you're trained in empathy, that's fine. Yep. Oh no. Okay, that's right. I am stuck with my mental wound, but I did try and fix it, which is what I wanted. I may have suggested an English de- dish to you, which, upon reflection, is actually French. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's all right. Can I, can I can I try giving you a a, a firm kind of pat on the shoulder and, and kind of give you a pep up speech or something. Okay, I think... You, I, I, haven't I, I don't know. I, I, I think it can only be one check to resolve one mental mm. wound. Uh, Can't two healers heal two different... No, you can have multiple wounds? people have a go at it as long as you've got sufficient time for oh, it. Okay, sweet. Uh-huh. Which, considering we're hopping in the time can. machine immediately afterwards, we have all the time in the world. I can try to help. That's not so true. Ah, the longer you oh, spend okay, doing this, the longer you will have to spend doing it from some point in your history. Right, you can't do. We can't do this in. No, the the rules of time travel state <coughs> uh, something. I get for that doctor. But it's the longer you spend traveling in time, the longer you have to give up after the fact. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, in this specific case. The longer you spend doing, the longer you spend doing, the longer you spend waiting between things, um, the harder it gets to land precisely at any given exact point. Right. Okay, so should we just go with one chip, one attempt and burn them and just manage with the mental wound? Because because you're all functionally going to lose some moderately large chunk of eighteen ninety nine <laughs> running around doing this. Not yeah. that's going to matter to the players. It's all to do to quantum, you understand, which won't be invented for a good another 30 years. So, you know, you're only talking about 10 minutes here, so I wouldn't lose a lot of sleep over uh, yeah. doing it. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. But, so but I'm just telling you, you actually haven't got yeah. infinite oh, amounts yeah. of time um, on your hands. Or rather, functionally oh, you have, have, it's just there's a price to pay four, for that. So I got 10. So minus 1 for burning. I got four swords. I got a 10, unassisted. Oh yeah, and then she got a plus 1, minus 1. Minus another one for the fact that Dr. Moreau is actually making it worse rather than better. Uh, yeah. That's fine, because I get rid of it. Yeah. I, I give you a pep talk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Tom, Tom Strange is such... I'm not certain that so much the words, it's that Tom Strange is such an example to Britain generally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's that, it's that, that strong presence, that jawline. And Anna, Annabelle is reminded that the French aren't a total loss. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's like getting, you know, a uh, buck-up soldier from Captain America. Yeah, um, so, Alright, so having the I failed my fatigue check and get also you in a fatigue level. Yep. Um, mm. However, I feel that hot toddies would resolve our current situation. If you think it will help. So, um, I, ca- I am endeavouring to cast the cook. Thank you, They're delicious. Mm-hmm. Can affect up to five mm-hmm. targets. It's like a pineapple in my mouth. So I'm, <laughs> I'm casting secure for two power points to affect two people. Yep. So I need to make my super butler in check. Super, super butler. Yes. We get to see it. Uh, 
but I have taken the fatigue level first. Yes. Um, so, does anyone have any spare whites? No, I'll... Yep, I have whites. Okay. I have many whites. If oh, if you could assist me. Assist me in this. Yep, I make my check, at which point I use two power points, and we both lose that fatigue level. Oh, wow, that's convenient. So what do people see when Bernard achieves this feat? Um, so Annabelle's sitting there shivering. Yeah, and, and, and Bernard's starting to shake. Because um, I, I already broke out the hot toddies, but um, at this time, Bernard, we see Bernard measuring with the cups, thinking about it, and there's a shot of whiskey. Yeah, I'm quite looking. <laughs> <laughs> it's a three-whiskey shot toddy. Oh, great. That's a decent toddy. <laughs> <laughs> that clears it up. Well, we are in the snow. <laughs> That's a pretty decent potty. Yeah. Alright, and I use up some PowerPoints for the first time ever because they Second part Eight. of this um, is actually working out. There's, there's a couple of things here. You're on a clock because the militia is, the Chinese military is approaching a strange expedition, which is good because you're not still pissing around climbing up the cliff, otherwise, mm. you'd be at penalties to these rolls mm-hmm. because you'd be running out of time. Um, you can't just set off... You Well, you can just set off the explosion, but it's going to have to be quite good unless you can find the right place to put it and work out the actual survivalist the mechanics survival. of where's the best way to start an avalanche. I um, Yeah, and you're our only hope. <laughs> the other thing you have as an option is that if you have some capacity to distract or delay the military, <laughs> that will buy you more time to set the bomb. Ultimately, the bomb is what matters the most here, but everything else is... Uh, either is, is some matter of useful assistance. I can, I can do a survival check. I think we're all looking at animals. Yeah, I can provide <laughs> <can, I> <laughs> You're not feeling cold anymore, are you? <laughs> well, being, being cold helps. That's <laughs> a really good oh no! <laughs> How the is your cat say? Just that. I don't, I don't think they're going to be as cold as the <laughs> <laughs> No, but they might pause and wonder what a French spy yeah. is doing in the outer. Well, in they the don't know that I'm French. <laughs> this this would quite certainly delay yeah. them. <clears throat> but I mean, you have to climb down to them, but you're a yeah. climber, so that's no major problem. There is the downside, though, that then Jeremy would be setting off an avalanche. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So how am I going to get up? Okay, that's not such a good idea. So what we need is a, is a ranged distraction. I, I, as the GM, have no particular ideas for this. I'm just throwing it out to the players. Hmm. And, it well, may well be that you haven't particularly got anything in your pants. Let's have <laughs> Don't say that around the bed. Well, that cat has been neutered. Oh. <laughs> Could I have a look at your equipment costume? Um, I have a spear. No, I have a throwing dagger. I have an archaeologist kit. Doctor is much happier it. touching pussy these days. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Declarations. Sure can. And I can do it one more time without needing to spend the hit point. 
Ooh, very nice. Um, if we get an avalanche on, what does it take to get out of an avalanche? Um, you'll get hurt. Yeah, let's not let's not fall and, in the possi- and then possibly buried. Okay. Yeah. Which is strengthy things to dig yourself out. Um, um. So I'm not particularly good at it as Doctor Strange is, but like this area is a spiritual area. Can I spook the hell out of them with some sort of a cult roll? Okay, let me find um, a sort of questions first. You have a cult. I have D4. Nice. By the sheer approximation of being near my wife, I know a cult. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. She doesn't stop talking about it. <laughs> it's her hobby. <laughs> So, yeah, the one you were looking for, Adam, was the story declaration. You spend a hero point and say that, you know, some convenient thing is happening that will assist you in what you're doing. It's the kind of thing of, you know, we need to stop, we need to stop this fire. Good thing there's a fire extinguisher right here. I start using it. We're in China. On the Tibetan mountains? Pretty yeah. much. <coughs> With, with dragons flying in the air. Ideally, a declaration would use what the strange expedition are actually doing. Like, perhaps they have to surmount some kind of trap on the way up the, to the mountain sanctuary they're going for, which just conveniently happens. They're, they're bringing a monk to an ancient monastery to teach him the secret kung fu technique, effectively. Perhaps the Tibetan monks have security themselves. Well, I have mm-hmm. thoughts, but um, you're welcome to do your to have your own. Um, just um, the other one is we can just let the distraction thing go and you know focus on p- picking a place for our explosion and blowing the bomb. That would be what I would go for. Um, sorry, Jared, were you looking at my one? Yep. That's um, uh, so. The only the only um, capacities with knowledge of cult you've got here that would be of any compelling use would be divination, which yeah. won't work yeah, because it's this is not a spiritually strong area. I thought it would be. It's just a random mountain top. Okay, so the top of the mountain is a spiritual area, not this area here. Well, if you go to the ancient monastery, that might be a different story. Okay. No, we can't go to the ancient monastery because that's where the other guys are here. And you have zombies <laughs> where you can raise the dead, but that's probably less helpful as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what so would finding somebody in the mountains be? As in physically tracking someone down? Yeah. Survival, probably, depending on how you're achieving it. Um, we so are in the Tibetan mountains. We could go finding some Yeti. Find our friends from the other game. <laughs> I thought of that and was like... I think that's someone that could build a Yeti truck. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy can't build a Yeti truck. Not on the It was repair. It was, it was the same system with a different game. Well, Jeremy's one would be lethal without yeah. a camera. Yeah. Yeah, he has no chill. In any case, it sounds like the answer is not. Yeah. Um, so... <clears throat> so I can do a survival roll to see if I can find the best place to have a, a yes. bomb. Yep. Group survival yep. checks. Is anyone else here trained in survival? Or is it nope. just Tom? It's just Tom. Okay. Oh. And Dr. Morrow. <gasps> yeah. Oh my gosh, which one of us is leading? You. 
Okay. Definitely you. Why? I've got a D4. I've got a D4 as well. Yeah, but you're yeah, the but you're, you're the you're... one who can walk around without a wheelchair. Okay. You're the pulp archaeologist. I have an yeah. archaeologist yeah. head as well. I so. believe the D4 as well for Dr. Moreau is that you know you used to be a... a I big... used to be a... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see which one, which one of us can... Continue. Then I took a fire to turn the knee. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. Okay, I got... Nine? Okay, you should have been the lead. Okay, so there was a plus how many? Two. two. Plus two, so that's a five. Okay. So, Sorry, I devalue her roll. It's a little right. So the two of you look around on the mountaintop and sort of, yep, uh, based on where they're walking and the speed they're going at, is the avalanche. A bigger snowdrift than here. Yep. Jeremy, down about here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, can anyone assist Jeremy in planting an explosive? Was that um, a roll? Well, you said I needed to tinker with them. That was going to be my clockwork yes, yes. roll. Yes, So I don't think anyone else can actually... Well, yeah. hang, hang on. Answer. I, I think what Jared was saying was we can assist that with repair, even though oh, you're okay. using your skill. Uh, if anybody has repair. I have well. repair. You probably need it for your time machine. Yep. Because yeah. that thing always needs repair. <laughs> so, because I you have a good idea of where you're putting this, it's an alias minus two. So, plus one. Uh, that's a seven. Seven? Nice. Nine minus two. Yeah, it's seven. Plus one is eight. Okay, so that brings you to a success for the raise. Nice. Because, okay. of course, you can make something explode and make a bit of snow fall off the mountain. Trivially, you wouldn't even need a single success for that. But you need enough to bury either the pass or the military or both, or it's not going to do anything. So, you see Dr. Moreau climbs out of his wheelchair, sort of lies down in the snow and helps Jeremy tinker around this. Jeremy's down there, screwdrivers and spanners tinkering around. And you basically take your laceration and fragmentation device, strap several, because you're effectively grenades, you strap several of them together, screw them all together, set up one trigger mechanism to it, then... Dick, 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 retreat away. Fortuitously, you haven't managed to roll a one on your skill die, oh. which is when your science malfunctions. And you all stick around well away from the snowdrift now at this point. Uh, you are left with two choices because Jeremy can set this up on a, on a trigger very easily. Um, the military looks like they're just about to hit the point where the avalanche is going to bury. You know, they're a couple of minutes away from walking into it effectively. Mm-hmm. So, if you set the av- the thing off now, it will solve that problem flat. The, the canyon will be filled with a million miles of snow and they're never going to get through anything remotely <laughs> resembling time. The strange expedition will be in Russia by the time they're here. <laughs> get, get their way dug through. But you are still standing on the top of the avalanche zone. So if you set this off now, you'll have to do some dramatic running away. Or you can move to a position of complete safety and be perfectly fine at the cost of um, possibly missing um, missing bits of your target and things. Well, we are here to make certain the strange expedition gets through. And so of course you, you have to do it as a group because there's no point in waiting ten minutes for three of you to move out of the way. 
You're burly, aren't you? You've got yeah. yeah. You can carry Doctor Moreau. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll carry his wheelchair. You carry Moreau. Yeah, no, that's fine. You've got a big box that you can put put his mm-hmm. wheelchair that's into. The idea. We mm-hmm. can't really put a human in there, can we? Alright, I think, I think we're running short on time and the, the device yeah. must be activated. Yeah. Uh, actually, no, you can't put anything in the luggage. The luggage is full. Okay. It's full of all your spellcasting bits and pieces. Uh, yeah. But I can prop the um, wheelchair on top of the luggage. Yes. Yeah, I okay. could ride the luggage. No, 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 you're coming with me, Tony. <laughs> anyway, um, I believe... Uh, yeah, I've got a D6 strength, so I, fear, I figure I can okay. carry the, the wheelchair. Can move? Yep. So, Jeremy, you, do you want to describe this, or shall I? Oh my god! Do I have to roll the dice for it? No. No, okay. Um, no, you can go ahead. Yeah, so Jeremy pulls out... He's, he's essentially got the long wire going up the thing, <clears throat> spooling round, and then... You can see, uh, electronic or lit? Electronic? Mad science, right? No, it's clockwork. It's clockwork. Uh, yeah, so he pushes he pushes a couple of buttons on the wire spool that he's got, and it makes grind, grind, grind noises, and then the spark comes out the end yeah. of it, cuts the fuse off with a sort of very hot fire, the fuse goes... Jeremy, you're very satisfied. This is going to work excellently. Right. Time to run. <laughs> and no, he probably needs to be told. As you turn and start Jeremy running God. back up across the mountain top to get to the other side before the whole top of the mountain caves in, the ground shakes violently as there is a boom, and you see millions and millions of tiny clockwork gears, each about the size of a flat fist, go all out across the mountain, which would decapitate anyone standing at head height across there. <laughs> and then everything is silent for a moment. You see the military guys stop and sort of look up and, and point, you know, what was that? And then rumble and the mounds of snow begin to move. <laughs> pouring down. Wow. The camera follows the, their side first. We see the military... They turn and begin sprinting as Holy the avalanche sweeps down upon them. Oh, no. By all our dragon gods. <laughs> and buries the past. They rush out of the way to avoid getting buried in the process. And then look at it and, you know... Oh. <laughs> Curse you, strange expedition! <laughs> at the start. Shake out a one! <laughs> it is as we concluded. The old woman is a witch. <laughs> <laughs> she weighs more than a duck. She must be arrested immediately. Or whenever someone comes up with a way to get across the snow. Let yeah. us return to base and send word. <laughs> She's a witch. Or even worse. A capitalist! <laughs> Meanwhile, you guys, boom! The top of the mountain starts caving in around you, and you basically will be scrambling and running and climbing to get away from this. Are we going up or down? Are we on the Mostly top? Mostly down. Yeah. You're basically. Your time slid's down here, you've gone over the peak of the mountain, you're up here. You're not on the absolute tip top peak, because then you can't control which way the avalanche yeah. falls. But you were, you know, so, 40 metres down here. So, 
all we'd have to do, hypothetically, if someone had packed a sledge, all we'd have to do is get over the top of the mountain and then we could get on the sledge and ride it down. Yes, we have a sled, the time machine. No, but that, that sled is far away. No, I'm, also I'm, I'm, I'm activating my organised definition. I thought the sled might come in handy. All we need to do is to make it, make an initial athletics check to get up to the top. Uh, no, no. If, if you have the thing set up for it, yeah. then um, you don't even need to do that. Oh, sweet. Um, everybody, starts, everybody starts running dramatically up and... Um, uh, Anthony, Anthony over Tom's shoulder yeah. and yeah. Uh, uh, Fellows and uh, lady, I, I believe this might be of assistance to us. And Bernard's been fussing around because, of course, he wasn't setting up the explosion. Yeah. He just sort of wandered off screen. Yeah, yeah. He, he was puttering in with his <coughs> luggage. And now he turns around and we see a magnificent sled, which he has somehow managed to unfold out of the, sl- uh, out of the luggage. Um, if we all, it might be a bit of a tight fit, but if we all climb on, climb on and hold on very tightly, I, I believe this will get us back. Well, that's certainly bigger than the door. <laughs> and you're on the sled, yep. riding down towards the time machine. Sorry, the, trying to do a Titanic difference. The only flaw in this plan is that you need to leap off the sled onto the time machine. Yeah, so you're going to lose the sled. Yeah, no, I always lose the sled. That's how the all all things explode. Well, organised style things definitely explode. Uh, That is athletics at plus two for everyone, at which point you are basically only rolling for grip fumbles, I suspect. Oh, yeah. Alright, and um, does Doctor Strange take a penalty and carry Doctor Moreau, or...? Uh, Yes, you are a minus one penalty for this. And do I need to roll? Uh, So, plus one. Plus one for me. Correct. Uh, I got five, so I'm fine. I succeed uh, with I a bonus one for carrying the wheelchair. Okay. So five. everyone piles onto the time sled, <laughs> the time machine rather. The sled that you've set up goes sailing off the side of the mountain, yep. sails out over the air, then falls a million miles into the rocky crevasse below and <laughs> explodes <laughs> into a million <laughs> splinters. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't go up in smoke and fire. It merely explodes in splinters. Bernard sighs sadly. Still better it than us, I suspect. <laughs> it's the Poor Rosebud. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry about the tiny Titanic reference, Susie, but as I never watched the movie, I find it a little difficult to get them. <laughs> and, of course, now that the mountain is shaking apart, Yeah. Um, the r- bicycle you have tried, tied the rope to is starting to crack, uh, and yes. the rope is starting to slip very slowly down <laughs> off it. Okay, so so now yeah. we see how well secured the time machine is. There's two things to do here. Yep. Um, one of which is you need to get out of here before the mountain comes down. Yep. And the better your rope holds, the more time you will have for that. So, Bernard, you are first rolling your rope tying based mad skills, which, um, in the absence of anything better, you can argue will be agility, but I'm happy to hear other commentary. Uh, I don't suppose. Uh, last knee would be the other one, I think. Oh, okay. Yep. Then no, I'll I'll do it. I don't know if there's a. Let me just double check my skill thing. Well, we did already declare that I had tied the rope. Oh, yeah, that's that's why I stopped. Yep. Good stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Last knee. Last knee agility. Still have more whites. Are you sure? How many you've got? Two. So you failing? Uh, I'm I about a white as well. Yeah, I'm about to borrow someone's fake point. Uh, so I believe I'd like one of Jeremy's because he's got the huge file. So the fail is the rope gives way before the time machine, going on, the time machine starts falling. Now you really need to activate it. Yeah, no, I, I think we'd like to spend a white on the not plummeting quite as fast. 
Okay, so the rope is holding it. We see it slipping down the icicle. The icicle is... Well, actually, no. You've tied it perfectly. It's that the icicle at the top is starting to crack. So there's the crack, crack. Dr. Moreau, need to get us out of here. Roll me a time travel roll. Time magic. Let's do the time walk again. Yep, that's... Just just for the left. And it's a nine as well. Yep, that's a nine. Okay, so just as the icicle cracks and gives way, the time machine slips and begins to slide down the mountain, and then warm, 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 it goes over the air and then disappears entirely. Oh, so <laughs> Did I leave the rope behind? Drama. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. well, actually, no, because it's attached to the time machine. Yeah, no, I was wondering about that. So then we cut to. The Rock of Eternity. We cut to the Rock of Eternity where the time machine appears about half a metre up in the air and goes, FUD JAR! <laughs> and at the end, there is a rope attached to a broken and now rapidly melting icicle. Thank goodness. At least one piece of equipment was spared. That could have been very nasty. Well done, Dr. Moreau. <laughs> You're very resourceful, Miss, um, James. I... I, 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 that, I, that uh, is rather important, yes. I'm not surprised that, that Amanda has, uh, um, has had you around for so long. Normally we go through butlers so much faster, but you're amazing. They can't handle the adventurous lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. I came to serve tea, not excavate ruins. I they keep losing them off the side one, of the turf. They keep getting locked in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> one, one tries. If I may say so, you and your wife are a credit to our respective nations as well. Thank you. I've been very. Uh, um, I, I can see why she's um, taking your absence so hard. <laughs> Still, I'm sure that we, she will buck up in time and be very happy to see that you are all well. I mm. certainly hope so. From what I've heard of of her emotional state, I am sure seeing you will be the tonic that she, that she needs. Oh well, I'll, I hope so. We'll we'll find out hopefully very soon. Can you pass me a pencil, please? Yes, I can. Thank you. So, so, we still need to steal an amulet. Steal an amulet, uh, find what happened to Alistair Fogg, and stop Kilquato. Steal an amulet, investigate a mystery, and thwart a god. No, I don't. Definitely oh. care for the hazel nut ones, because someone else who likes it. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> I, think, I, think they, I think they're fine, but I'm nowhere near as covetous as you're. <laughs> no, I am also. <laughs> they were very tasty. All right. mm-hmm. So, which one should we do first? I so say the. One. I think the amulet. I think we should do the am- the, the Corcoro one last. Yeah, yes. we were talking about doing the Stealing amulet one next. Amulet. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, amulet then, yeah, yep. Okay. So, what time period do we need to go to for that? For the amulet, we're going to Egypt. Yeah. Yep. Ancient Egypt. Ah, ancient Egypt. All yep. right. All right. In that case, the time period is probably irrelevant. Yeah, it, it's like four thousand. I don't know if I actually wrote one down on there. Uh, in two thousand three hundred AD, Sekhmet rises and wrecks the Cyber Africa Republic. Ah, yes, that's the Cyber future. Africa? Yeah, yeah, in the future, Sekhmet will rise and destroy the Cyber African Republic. <laughs> Unless he's stopped by the strange expedition early, which requires him to wake up early. Yeah. So you are heading back to sort of the age of Egypt. 
4000 BC. Because this is ancient, ancient Egypt. I'm sure sure we'll fit right in. Thomas is getting a a sketchbook out and he's writing down details. That's very impressive. (laughs) Jeremy can be your social monkey. Oh Oh my god. (laughs) Jeremy can translate and then. Oh my gosh, really? Ancient Egypt? Was that. Was it his idea? Yarn spent points on that. Why? Because uh, it was in the Egyptian campaign. Because, because we have the we, we have the rule that you retroactively pick your languages as a pole character. Oh my God. And he got to Egypt and said, what do they speak here? Arabic, modernly, and ancient Egyptian, anciently. Well, I've got so many language slots, I spend them both on that. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Would have been fairly useless to him if the, he had any other characters. The character that Miriam play, is playing is exactly Jeremy. Minus his last advance to bring him down onto the same level as everyone else. Bloody hell! So any any good or bad things on that character sheet are all the arms different. I was there when he was like, "I'll speak Arabic too." I was like, "You're with me." Because Jonathan, Jonathan picked, and Jonathan picked Arabic and ancient Egyptian as his languages because the, that both of it since been an Egyptian archaeologist, Egyptologist. And then he was all like, and yeah, "What well, believe Jan's theory was he could speak four or five languages because he was so much smarter than everyone else." So. Oh, and then he went split up, and Jeremy was with me, and I was talk- I was doing talking, mm. and he was like, "Oh." Well, I'll, I can speak them too. I was like, okay. Yes, considering that we had Jonathan who spoke them because he was an archaeologist and Dr. Strange who spoke them because she spoke every language non human kind. And eventually every, every language. <laughs> yeah, it's, it does seem a trifle unnecessary. Okay, so are you pausing at all in the Rock of Eternity to regain I think we're just points, exchanging compliments at the moment and then we're going to head out again. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I'm only down two power points, so I can just keep soldiering uh, on. So is everyone else full health? Yep. 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 People, people reassured me about British cooking and um, I get hot toddy eyes yeah. myself and Annabelle. Yep. <laughs> I flux the capacitor. Thanks. Thank you. And of course, what we see here <laughs> is ancient Egypt, four thousand BC, and it is, of course, the giant pyramid, the heat, the hot sun, the sand rippling with heat. Um, we see a bunch of slaves lugging a giant stone block along with the overseer behind them with the whip. We see the Nile because there's only one place in, in the entire yeah, well, Also, every time you go to ancient Egypt, there's that same group of slaves drinking that same water. <laughs> <laughs> they've been doing it for 4,000 years and they're yeah. pretty damn tired. They actually, they actually discovered how they did it. Was they, they poured water down and it made it a hard surface and it made it slip over it easily. Mm, nice. so. Same classical technology. Mm. 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 And our slaves are just waiting for Australia to be discovered. The um now the what am I thinking here? Right, yes. Uh, the time machine appears by next to the Nile and then activate the chameleon circuit, and it turns into a chariot. Excellent. <laughs> wow, we're never going to get away from that, are we? <laughs> it's a sled. It's a sled. You need to it's make it a chameleon. That's really cool. Yeah. You want to see what it turns into in the side of African Republic of 2300 AD. I want A sled driven by monkeys. <laughs> Cyber monkeys. I want to see it so bad. Cyber spider monkeys. What you have here is the... Pyramid of Sekhmet, 
is under construction mm. and is, you know, it, pretty much everything done by the capstone. Um, that is the one where the strange expedition found it buried under the Nile. Uh, sorry, buried under the sands of the, the desert. Uh, and then there was also the palace of Sekhmet, very near it, which is the classic gigantic ancient Egyptian palace full of courtyards. And there are no people near you when you appear because you're deliberately trying to aim away from a populated area. But there are, you know, dozens of people walking around this area of the desert building things. Walking like an Egyptian. Etc., <laughs> etc. Et I wonder how highly offensive I that is to Egyptian people. <laughs> <laughs> we have no listeners in Egypt, so it's fine. <laughs> And we never will. No. <laughs> Not after that. No, in all fairness, if they get 45 episodes in and give up at this, it's their loss. Given we did a whole adventure in Egypt already, if they're going to be Yeah, offended. if they're going to give up, they're going to give up early. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Uh, perhaps it'd be as well if we, um, we, we may avoided the native people. We may um, be slightly unusual for the time period. Mm. Um, at least, of course, we could... Look like ancient Egyptians. <laughs> I, I can disguise myself as and, a local. And other people. And other people? Really? Yes. Oh my god, awesome. Like, okay. you need to, you know, physically make them up and change their clothes and that sort of thing. So yeah. you, you need willing targets, but assuming nobody opposes you, you say, yeah. you should wear this, slouch more, walk like this. Walk like walk this. Like and an Egyptian. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So it's just based on the observation, I guess. And there might be some, like, I. I'll, I'll give you a descriptor of what I know about ancient yeah. Egypt, yep. and also yeah. you can you can sneak up you can sneak off and spy on a couple of people yeah. and see what they're looking. And I'll, I'll point this out very sneaky. You can see, so you're fine. Yeah. You'll be fine. Okay. The only trouble I see is getting me around because wheelchairs haven't been invented yet. This guy's the wheelchair. That's much a chariot. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's a chariot. <laughs> Alright, so do I have to roll for that? Um, so what happens with this is if you decide you're disguising <coughs> everyone, you disguise them, then when your disguise gets checked on, i.e. you run into a guard who looks you up and down and says, hang on, you're not actually Egyptians, then you roll for it. Oh, I see. Because the yeah. theory being, what you can't do is roll, roll a two and go, these disguises don't look good enough, so I'm going to make another check. You do the best job you can, and then when you get into the thick of it, you discover whether your job was good enough. Okay. And if your disguises never Sounds get challenged good. in any way, then... Um, then you obviously people accept it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, you know, if you disguise yourself, you wouldn't even need to disguise yourselves if you were just going to walk off into the desert that way. Mm, yeah. You know, and you'd only need to disguise yourself very thinly if you were going to float around the very, very outskirts of the city. But as it is, we're heading for the Palace of Sekhmet. Yeah, um, yeah. And this is possible with changing props, so if um, we can all try to spot some. Oh lady. my gosh, we're gonna rob an Egyptian! <laughs> do we seri- Do we want, want to just let, take the check? Do we seriously want to try and find an Egyptian washing line? <laughs> if you want to go to the extra effort of trying to find suitable things to rob, you can. But that's, that's for disguising yourself as something specific as oh, opposed right, to just a okay. generic Egyptian. So that would be like the palace guards, oh, right. Sekhmet's high Egyptian. priests. <laughs> so now you're doing it. Not all, I was doing it all the time. Well, then, then it doesn't really matter. So. Yeah, yeah we're, we're generic. 
So, so guys were wandering around with shirts off and the girls with the bikini tops yeah. with the... So Annabelle sits on... <laughs> oh, sits on I, I know what Dr. Moreau needs. A litter. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. period. Oh, yeah. 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 So, so Annabelle sits on... We're going we're gonna to carry him on a litter. litter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is it the thing you put on the show? Yeah. 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 Annabelle sits on the time machine for a minute, for, for about ten minutes or so, and watches the the people out in the desert. And I'm... I'll, I'll need a few minutes. And then <laughs> we suddenly cut to the camera panning around you guys disguised as Egyptians, and you are now welcome to tell me what you look like and what you're doing. Uh, I imagine since I'm being carried around, I look like some minor noble. Yeah, lots yeah. of gold so, I made. So you've got the, you've got the big um, Egyptian yeah. hat thing on. Is it really necessary for me to go around without a shirt? Oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. The viewers go quite necessary in Jude Law. Yeah. Often, often the loincloth is very important. <laughs> oh, Annabelle's got the Russo. <laughs> yeah. And, and we just, be, because you just do the disguises off screen, we never have to see the slightly awkward, how did Annabelle get his shirt off and wheel him up? <laughs> Life is for Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> He's just very right. And then about uh, Dr. Morrow, he can't run away. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Bernard will be on the front of the litter, <clears throat> yep. or possibly the back, given Dr. Strange is the more scenic one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Dr. Strange in the front. Bernard yeah. looks like an Egyptian labourer, but a significantly <laughs> less oiled one who has mysteriously <laughs> managed to retain a shirt. He also has his glasses on, and he doesn't care if that's not fair. Jeremy? <laughs> um, so Jeremy's in a very can. similar vein to... to to burn it there. Yeah. Um, is, is he carrying the stretcher or no? No, he has a deep stretcher. So we'll have the two stronger ones. Yeah, um, and he's he's um, tried to turn his top hat into an Egyptian styled hat. Mm-hmm. Um, it's um, you're probably equally strong as Bernard, but you know yeah. you're a lady, and one yeah. does not let exactly. ask a lady hit things. And Annabelle, what do um, you look like as an Egyptian? Oh, she's so, like a yeah. beautiful Egyptian woman. <laughs> yeah, with the, with the black collar oh, I made. Yeah, yeah, the, 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 the heavy eyeliner. The long flowing hair. The heavy top and strip. Yeah, yeah, yeah the sort of dress. Are you getting carried in the litter as well? <laughs> Sitting no. in Dr. Moore's no. lap and just swatting along the side. Tip up like... <laughs> yeah, the, 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 this litter, we only have so much carrying capacity, yeah. particularly yeah. considered this is a rig wheelchair litter. Yeah. <laughs> Although I imagine I can get poles and things out of the, out of the So what, I'm, I'm carrying and yeah. you're carrying? Yeah, so you're, you're, yeah. yeah you're yeah. on the front, i Thomas on the is back. wearing very little, just, just <laughs> <laughs> As little as you can Scary. get the way without getting that out. So the one is, it's effectively the, the white cloth tied yeah. up, so you've got the big knot yeah. at the front yeah. for the long cloth. You know, then covering the backside as well. But it's it's, it's pretty much short shorts yeah. down here. Thank goodness there's no breeze. Lots of oil. Okay, so here we learn that Annabelle is not entirely impartial in her generation. Is this a bit of oil mixed Strictly necessary. It might actually help with the heat. Possibly, or it might make me cook as well. As Bernard struggles along with the back of the air. Tis a pity we... Um, do not need to intervene in time in any more temperate realms. Yeah. It seems we're either freezing or boiling. <laughs> it's the order you're choosing to do them in. And, uh, it, in fact, it literally is, because the last two are going to be perfectly normal climates of Excellent. the Amazon and Transylvania. Uh-huh. You know, they're just that vaguely sort of South American-European climate. Oh, uh, well, I suppose we'll get it over with this. <laughs> 
<laughs> Alright, and we will lurch into the Pelican's Palace of okay. So, first you are basically... Your, lu- your luggage, if you want. It walks along behind. The, the palace is a walled area, um, and then there is basically the outer-lying city around it, which has no walls of any kind. You can pretty much wander in freely from whatever direction you fancy. As you go in, however, you will find that ancient Egyptians are indeed attentive and superstitious a lot. So as you come in, people will actually start looking you over and seeing who you are and what your business is and that sort of thing. So as soon as you walk into town, you have to make the disguise check versus the random onlookers. Yes. So this um, is only difficulty four, so I imagine you will smash it with ease. Okay. Um, so we, uh, It is a persuasion, persuasion check. check. So my persuasion is D6. At a plus two bonus because you are a master so of disguise. So plus four. Mm. And this pretty much covers the entire group. Why a plus four? No, she's got plus, plus two, two already. No, oh. it's, it's, she gets a plus two for being attractive. Oh. And then gets a separate plus two for disguising people, because her being attractive does so not make is, your disguise uh, better. Right, okay, so it's just the plus two. Oh, mm. explodium. Yeah, just, um, yeah. Nine. Yep. Nine. Nine? Okay. Can we look so, more convincing than some of the actual objections? Yeah, so <laughs> it turns out that the, it turns out, you know, the, the audience were perhaps thinking that the oil and the, the shirtless <laughs> were just animal and using it. So then it turns out that the world is just covered in oil. <laughs> As you head into the market, you see, you, you see an older man of, you know, 50, 50 plus on a litter being carried by two very muscular, well-oiled slaves in loincloths. <laughs> and he has a woman walking along next to him who's got the big coal eyes and all this sort of thing. In fact, this is the people who play your stunt doubles. Getting yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and... And, you know, he, he sort of waves his hand regally to Dr. Moreau as you go by, and they, they, they pass on, and you look just like them. <laughs> <laughs> I congratulate you, Miss Sinclair. These co- costumes are startlingly authentic. <laughs> it's French. The locals are very quite, very oiled, aren't they? They <laughs> so. all need to tell Amanda when we get back. <laughs> that is the first success you need to generate for this heist. And the way this basically works is, by the end of it, you need to have generated more successes than, um, but it's it's a certain amount of successes before a certain amount of failures. Yeah. Otherwise, you end up in the hole. No. Oops. And nobody um, gets out of the hole. So the next thing you need to do is discover where this amulet is, because the palace is there, and that's a logical place. But there is also his pyramid built. And that's not entirely stupid either. Right, yes. And you'd, you'd feel very dumb if you raided the entire palace and found out it wasn't there. Yes. So this is going to be walking around the streets, asking people a series of not particularly leading questions to try and piece together. Where is the greatest pharaoh in Egypt, Sekhmet, in the palace? You know, where is his amulet, etc., etc., etc. So this is streetwise. Yep. Um... Moreover, it is streetwise at minus two for anyone who doesn't speak ancient Egyptian. Uh, because oops. there's only so far you can get miming amulet people. Can we, and we can't have Jeremy translate for us? Um, You're probably the only one. Uh, I have streetwise. Yeah. Oh. Not in a way that's going to be helpful. Yeah. Like, like, how much is James really assisting if he walks up to some guy, looks at Jeremy, says blah, 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 Jeremy talks. Yeah. Then Thomas talks to Jeremy, who talks to the same guy. So you can wander around the city and do this separately. You can do it as a big group check. 
whichever one you think will generate you the... Um, well, the three of us have to stake together because you're two carrying the letter. Yes, that's quite uh, true. Well, I can't, I can't do streetwise. I don't, I'm not skilled in it, so... Uh, well, I've got yep. a D4, which effectively is a D4 minus two. Has anyone got better than that? You're not at the minus two. She's got I a D4 plus two. D4 plus two, so it's I'm, essentially I'm, just D4. I'm right. at a D4 minus two because I don't, I'm not trained in streetwise. Yeah. Right, all right. So what about Annabelle does as an I assist? Yep. Yeah. Jeremy does his own check. Probably. Yep. Uh, oh, I think I make it. Uh, yep, so that's double Slow. explosion. Reroll them both. Oh, wow, a double. Double, double. Wow. So that's 12. 13. 13. Uh, regrettably, I rolled double ones. So um, I think I might un. What's the concept? Is my crit fumble going to sink her? No. Okay. Not her. <laughs> Nobody sink, can sink. <laughs> Alright, um. Then I will take it. Okay, so we see you start moving down the street of merchants in this little montage, and we see... Jeremy, you're going up, and and it's all subtitled, of course, as you talk to one of the merchants and start asking them questions about Sekhmet and, you know, what you know of his history and that sort of thing. And, you know, they they give you the basics you would expect the sort of subtitles come up. Well, let's play. Yes, Sekhmet is the greatest pharaoh in all. Yes, Sekhmet is the greatest pharaoh in all of Egyptian history. The man is spectacular. I once built a set of clothing for him. I have a duplicate of it here in my store. And he pulls out this giant set of clothing. The guy must be nine foot tall, based on what this is. Mm. Um, as you understood it, he was the greatest pharaoh in Egypt, in that he was physically the largest pharaoh in Egyptian history. Nine foot tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's upset. That's mutant. <laughs> yeah, that's not normal. But then he did turn into a giant sand mummy and rampage across Cairo. So normal and segment part of the good life together. And he says, "You see this? This is made of finest Egyptian cotton." And of course, Jeremy could get more information out of him, but you know because you're smarter than him that that is not finest Egyptian cotton. That is, in fact, a Jordanian cotton. He has imported it cheaply and has tried to pass it off. Oh, and you feel the need to educate his customers about it. Oh, so Jeremy no. starts telling all the people in the store this instead of getting any useful information. Oh. And eventually you drag him away from this lengthy argument. Wow. He's, not, he's not generating How anything other than a failure. It's just because Jeremy's an ass hat. Exactly <laughs> Annabelle, given, Annabelle given that you can't actually speak <laughs> Asian Egyptian, how are you achieving this information? Well, I have to um, pretend that um, I don't speak um, somehow, mute. that I'm mute. I, I, do I know any sign language? Well, no, I don't. But um, I just um, try to convey the information as, yeah. as best as I can she, she, she's, the she's, a, she's a pl- pretty woman flatting her eyes, flatting plaintively, and, you know, She's doing a necklace thing. Yeah, yeah. She's doing. She's doing the gestures very sensually. (laughs) (laughs) People Um, want to solve her problem. We see. We see like five merchants and Caltrans all gathered around you. Staring attentively at, at, yeah. at your face. <laughs> Actually, no, this is the Egyptian outfit, so it is your face because that's the attractive thing. It's the nose and the and the yeah. and the eyes. So they're all looking. Great interest. This must feel really weird to you. <laughs> and and you're sort of miming. You're, you're, you're sort of miming. You know, <laughs> a- amulets 
amulet <laughs> neck thing, and they're offering you a wide variety of necklaces and bangles and things to hang around. And then you gesture hopefully yeah. at the palace, and it's, yeah. it's magnificent. <laughs> and that, make just a collection. It's about this point that Jeremy gets dragged, in, <laughs> you know, and, and translates for you the subtitles. Come up. Oh yes, yes, the amulet. Uh, it is indeed in it is indeed in the palace. Uh, and you got a raise on that. Yes. Thirteen. It is in the high priestess's chambers. Sekhmet does not wear it regularly. Makes sense. Yes. Because it, it is in fact the high priestess's amulet. Or was by the time you got to the strange expeditions time. Ah. Um Bernard James. Yes. Confused. Name's confusing. Yeah, yeah, I I answered both. So James you are attempting to assist the lovely Miss Sinclair. Yeah, while, while lugging um, my extremely yeah. heavy compatriot. Yeah. Well, you know, you probably actually put him down for this. Yeah, exactly. No, I'll, I'll take care of him. Some, somewhere shady. Yeah. Um, yeah. Top fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and we see we see Anthony just looking kind of smart. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a you're a couple of Egyptians standing yeah. there. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm you're endeavouring to help her, trying to explain what yeah. she wants. And then you see, huh, actually over there is an amulet that looks, it's not the same, but it's very much like the one they're looking for. Obviously that would be an aid to communication. So in your efforts to help, you pick it up and wave it at the shopkeepers. Yes. And one of them looks shocked and barks at you and points his hand and says something in ancient Egyptian, and just as Jeremy walks in, so we get the subtitles... The slave is tu- the slave is tu- the slave is touching one of the royal amulets. Stop him! And you see one of the one of the big muscled eunuch style guards steps out and whoosh, cracks the bullwhip at you. Yeah, oh no. That is your penalty for failing. Yep. Suddenly a sharp bullwhip crack. And can you give me a notice check? Do you actually see this coming? And do you take it? <laughs> Ah, yeah. yes, yes, I can make a notice today. Theory. Jeremy can't. Oh, yeah, I can't either. Anyone can notice. Anyone can make a notice. Don't be silly. That would eat into the D12s. <laughs> that's his skill. I don't know where it went. Yep, and that's the room of room. We've got the good one. Yeah, the one after we made him demon max. It was going to be clockwork science D12 repair D12. Oh and I think that left him with like a D4 for his other skill. Yeah. This is this is incredible. Alright. Try that again. So like the fact that he's got an empathy D4 and fighting D4. Okay, and uh, completely D4. fails the notice check. Okay. So it's you're glancing hopefully. You're very proud, you're, you're waving this round at the merchant, and then you will feel over your back as the guy gets the drop on you and just smacks you across the back. Oof. Glad I am wearing shit. Oh, oh, no. No. Okay, he will hit you with a raise comfortably at that point. Fortuitously um, for you, this is just his manly strength and his whip. That would be 12 versus your toughness. Oh, oh gosh. Alright, my toughness is a 4, so that's shaken at 4, wounded at 8, wounded again at 12. Yeah. Shaken in 2 wounds. Yeah. So at that point he will actually be lashing you a few times as they drag you out. Yeah. 
Alright, I believe I will spend a soak roll on that. By all means. That's spend as a white, so don't... Um, uh, however, although my um, vigor is excessively poor, yes. what, the, what the hell, I'll make, I'll make a shot at Double one. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. What happens when you crit fumble and make a soak roll? Uh, the penalty is you can't re-roll it without. It, oh, okay. It's you, you only get bad things on crit fumbles where they otherwise wouldn't be bad for you anyway. Okay, so Bernard is badly wounded, yeah. being after all an elderly gentleman so being beaten. Before anyone can stop this, they basically drag <laughs> Bernard out and whip him repeatedly across the back with the with the cat of nine yeah. tails. Bernard apparently oh, no. drops the amulet. Yeah. And then cries yeah. out and Restrained which, angle, which they take back away, and Doctor Moreau, one of the market guards, comes up and starts ranting at you in ancient Egyptian. Um, I look unimpressed at him. Yeah, and I, I, I turn to my translator. I'll translate it. Oh, trying to heal. Yeah, you, you do that once I've slipped away. And they explain that they um, they have beaten. Uh, the, my lord, we have beaten your unruly. We have beaten your unruly slave for your his ideas above his station. Do not trouble yourself to beat him later, unless you deem it necessary. <sighs> what? Well, what would his? Um, he's basically just a guard, is he? Yeah, he's a he's a market guard. He's be employed by several of the merchants to stop thieves and that sort of thing. I, I ask you to translate. Very good. Carry on, guardsman. Like that <laughs> <Very> well. <laughs> no, oh wait, you didn't mean it that. <laughs> yeah. So after the um, after the initial onslaught, Bernard slips away. Yep. Yeah. And um, becomes remarkably unnoticeable until he yep. reunites with his compatriots. Yep. And you are done in the market. You have achieved two more successes there, as you have found um, where the amulet might where the, the amulet is much more likely to be in the palace than in the pyramids, which will save you a lot of questing, mm-hmm. and that it's um, in the high priestess's chambers. Hmm. Uh, Mr. Wright, if you if you would be so good, I am yeah. in a smaller pain here. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that one, one success. success. That will remove one wound. Yep. Yeah. And yes, this is actually Thank you um, very much. Uh-huh. Th- this is actually kind of unpleasant. Man, is just getting screamed it's, all it's, it's pretty sanitized. You're still what? You're still a white. Yeah, I know. I'm just redrawing it because it's messy. It's now pretty it's sanitized for the for the pulp game, yeah. the pulp universe. But what you have is Bernard now has several cuts and lashes across his shirt where it's hanging. Yeah, and it's just got a couple of vague red stains on there, with the implication that he's been bleeding heavily into it. Yeah. Yeah. However, um, I presume in addition to whatever arcane treatments I get, the heavy layer of bandages, yep. at which point I can put my shirt back on and yep. feel a measure of protection. Maybe a new shirt. Mm-hmm. Yes, possibly a new shirt from Dr. Annabelle's mysteriously replenishing mm-hmm. the sky. You were wearing a shirt. I yes, was wearing was. a shirt. Yeah, I'm not at the time of the anime. Any yes, other yes, I was. Yeah. Possibly yeah. weren't listening, but um, yeah. the, oh, it's only the attractive men who are wearing a shirt. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. But, oh, yeah, right. yeah, I get it. It's only our beefcake duo here. Adam Adam Al assured you that for the roles that the two of you were playing, it was very essential. necessary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tom. You you as an actual historian and archaeologist are sort of not not quite sure that, you know, you'd have one burly unclothed slave and one um one not so burly clothed slave. But Animal's just so darn convincing when she puts her mind to it. I'm betting her persuasion smashes you everything. Yes. <laughs> oh, 
thought tomorrow was doomed. Like the day before. Tomorrow's come, could have come back to home to a new mummy. Alright. And what's your, um. What's, what's your agenda from here? Uh, yeah. So, you need to get into the palace somehow. Yeah. Whether you walk in through the front doors, bold as brass, flying in disguises, or sneak in, or. Well, I mean, I think disguises were awesome and all, and certainly got us through the market, but I think given we're planning to burgle the palace, stealth might be the order of the day. Um, You'll almost certainly end up having to stealth around in bits of the palace anyway. Right. This is just the initial approach. Getting well, inside. Um, well, Keep in mind, it's a gigantic Egyptian palace. So. Sorry, Susan. Mm-hmm. I, I was just thinking, if we're getting inside, it would be easier for us to go in and our disguises, because um, Tony's... Um, not saying, not saying that Tony's a problem, but he's a problem. <laughs> then we can carry him in. Yeah. Do you actually have any burglary-related skills here? Mm. Uh, I, I, imagine the wheel, I imagine the wheelchair is actually in the litter. Yeah, 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 yeah that's part, of, it, part of, of the thing. Yeah. 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 I'm actually thinking um, we went out to Artifact artifact Acquisition Experts yeah. case the place out. Mm-hmm. And well, we can go and steal some garbs and things that's yeah. suitable for yeah. going into the... Yeah, I mean, you you can go and take, basically, an initial assessment of the place and go and have a look at what's going yeah. on. That's, that's yeah. Yeah. We, we really need more info at this point. So shall we, Thomas? Oh, me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah Sorry, I'm a, not used to being the cat fair you're, you're, not a, you're not a thief, <laughs> but you are a Tomb Raider, and it is yeah. part of the same Sorry, skill Sorry, I went, I'm just, I went into, into Amanda Strange yeah, no, mode, yes, and I was yeah. like, why are you asking me? That's, that's, that's <laughs> why... <laughs> That's why you Tom has points in larceny. It's not yeah. that he picks locks and steals things from museums. It's that he disarms ancient traps yeah. and solves no, deadly that's cool. I was just looking at you going, but you're the... <laughs> Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy has no larceny. Yeah, like, it's the... Um, I, I'm not used to getting wounded and just being <laughs> falling over. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, I'll be fine. My bigger is... Uh, no, no. <laughs> My bigger is too far. I'm an old quite, There's quite the gap. <laughs> it's actually not too bad. He's not too bad. Okay, so um, I pick um, Thomas. Yep. Yeah. And we go and kind of scout things over and then yeah. see what whether we can sneak in. Yeah, I'm sure there's okay. an empty building somewhere. So, so the montage is you guys looking around, taking a general assessment of the building security, yeah. that sort of thing. Are you yeah. endeavouring to get... Um, Proper disguises, yep. i.e. Okay. I'm trying to steal some stuff. Get some more oh, <laughs> So I'm starting to dry up. A I can bit. maybe dress up as a priestess. Mm. Yep. And Tom yeah, can dress up as a eunuch. Yep. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> So I've still got my yeah. Well, he's just going to have priestess to disguise it. The rest of us can be as willing as the managed guardsman. The two of you scout out the building based off your initial um assessments, the people that seem to have the most unfettered access are the priestesses and the guardsmen. Yeah. Mm. Um, and you certainly see guardsmen wandering around mm. with priestesses. So those would be good uniforms to steal. They're also going to be the hardest ones to steal. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not, not the hardest things in the palace, because that would be the pharaohs, but they are going to be hard to steal. So if you choose to do so, you're welcome to do yeah, welcome sure, we to watch your to last so. Yeah, I, I got PA plus two. Okay. So, and then you are also taking, it, this is also the conclusions you draw from looking at the yeah. general security of the joint. So go right ahead and roll yeah. me. Yeah, well, if you want me to punch two somebody. Checks or just I, I, can, I can punch somebody if you uh, want. That's entirely up to you. I'd say last name with an assistant. Assistant. 
You can yeah, trust her or you can roll six. But, but what, what I was asking yeah. was, is it one larceny check to steal the uniforms and one larceny check to case the No, it's or? one larceny check, period. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. okay uh, the other so thing is, is, can I do it with fighting instead? Mm-hmm. How? Um, the, the, the acquisitioning of the, of the outfits. Oh, no. you're going to knock them out? Because it won't help you... Um, it won't help you do the other thing, which is assess the security of the palace. Okay. Beating up the guards isn't going to assist no, you with that's that. That's fine. So it is going to be larceny. That's fine. Right. So you're assisting while you're doing I'm assisting. <laughs> I promise you can go fight things when you get to the Kukwadu. Mm-hmm. That's just all fighting. Oh, thank goodness so I'm assisting. I didn't, I didn't give you anything. Okay. I was so there. <laughs> okay. So, at a success without a raise... You t- the two of you are sort of lying in the sand, lying in the sand, watching the palace, studying it for a little while. You see people moving around. You're trying to work out where the important areas are, what sort of security <coughs> might be on them, that kind of thing. But then you see an opportunity as you see a woman going past with what looks like a laundry cart full of assorted <laughs> clothes and that sort of thing. So without your raise, you're forced to make a choice here. You right. can get a read on the security of the palace... Um, which will actually get you a success directly, or you can just, or you can get the disguises that you need to give you the better disguises. So you got. But you one. can't do both because if you go for the disguises, you'll miss the security information, mm. and if you don't go, if job. you don't go for the disguises, they'll walk away. So you got yeah. a six thing. Yes. Yeah. It might work, be worth spending a red and rolling an extra d six on top of that. That can does seem. Yeah. You. Yeah. You do have quite a few fake points. Yep. Roll another right. d6. As long as you get eight. Oh, there right. we go. Here we go. Yeah. That's okay. right. That's the right. And then, um, Tom, and then, you know, uh, Annabelle drafts Tom uh, um, to distract the laundry maid while she steals the clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the, the GM gets a free draw because you spend a little yeah. on it, but that does get you the success with yep. a raise. Mm. So, Tom, are you distracting the laundry yeah. maid? Yeah. Yeah, Tell me, um, my lady, have you seen my muscles? <laughs> <laughs> Given that you don't, can't speak to her anymore. I, I can't <laughs> speak anything, so I can say whatever the heck I want. I'll just go up to her laundry cart and I'll. I'll Unless you actually have things. language slots still free, which. Um, well, I've got two languages. I've got ancient Mayan and English. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, if you haven't got two extra, if you haven't got one extra language or something no. listed, you've spent all no. your slots. Just oh, yeah. and flex it up. I do actually have two additional languages. It's just hard to pitch a bird. It is hard to pitch a bird and speak English. Yeah. So yeah, Tom, you're going up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm necessarily flexing. <laughs> it's just that Tom's so presence I'm... kind of flexes anyway. Yeah, you're yeah, standing yeah, there in the sun, flexes. glistening. <laughs> and she well, says something Pete knows what that like. <laughs> because we um, because it seems to be this sort of game. She says something to you in ancient Egyptian. You, of course. Make vague murfur for noises back at her. In the meanwhile, we see Annabelle sneaking yeah. up to the laundry cart, and whoosh, 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 taking several things. You retreat back to your post in, in plenty of time to get the assessment of security. Yeah. And Tom is left there talking to this woman and listening a bit. And then she says something to you in ancient Egyptian, uh, points at your loincloth, makes this sort of scrubbing gesture, <laughs> and then. The camera pans pans from your chest up slightly as she reaches out and we hear a rip noise. <laughs> <laughs> she puts it in a cart and then hands you a clean one. <laughs> <laughs> and Tom's only seen from the from the chest up going right <laughs> 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 
they, they, they don't do a picture from the back. Yeah, no. <laughs> we couldn't pay enough for the buff actor. <laughs> and she... She... Ariam... Ariam Nirana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he, will, he will do a, a thank you bow. <laughs> the caption comes up, your wife is a very lucky woman. <laughs> Seems you are above average. <laughs> At least it's not Jonathan. <laughs> there, there are advantages in having a character even less charismatic and more scientifically speaking, every generation is taller than the preceding one by a small amount. Yeah, so he has to be quite tall considering their standards. Yeah. I mean, yeah. no one near as tall as the Pharaoh. No, because yeah. the Pharaoh is, is so it's not movie. unheard of. <laughs> <laughs> Not unheard of to be close to six foot. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> very loosely based sick meta off um, oh, what's his name? The mummy? No, um, Abinson No, apocalypse. Yeah. He's he's literally a mutant. He has <laughs> he's got mutant powers. Um. Okay, and you head back. Yeah, and, I have clean lines. Annabelle, you've. You've I, I get back before you get dressed, of course. Yeah, Annabelle, you've, you've taken in the sights and seen several interesting things. <laughs> Tom comes back, Annabelle's just got this little smile on her face. Thomas is red face. It's not from the heat. I think you're enjoying time travel a little too much. Yeah, Annabelle's in your love. Yeah. So, you have... That you're certainly getting a lot of play on the Femme <laughs> That sector of the palace there, that's where you've seen several of the priestesses go into. It's also the area that's got the most guards around. Pretty sure that's the area of palace you're looking for. You've seen several guards around at checkpoints, but you've, you've got them. You've got their, t- their numbers, their timing, their schedule. And you've also seen that none of them go down those corridors heading in, which leads you to conclude those corridors have other defences that aren't the guards. Hmm. Can't make them out from there. Tom, of course, could tell you that every Egyptian pyramid is filled with death yeah. traps. And, and, and palace, well. of course. Yeah. The, the death traps. Jonathan could tell you that every Egyptian palace is filled with mummies. And death traps themed around mummies. Yep. The death traps that are mummies. <laughs> and mummies seem to Mummy and mummy crocodiles as well. Yeah, that was that was an Amazon. Yeah, that sounds terrifying. So, yeah, the Amazon had had mummy crocodiles. So it was like the worst of everything. What? And you get back. You achieve another success. Yes, you get back. Jesus. We have to size it up. And yes, at this point, when you next make your skies check, it goes up to plus four instead of plus two. Nice. The props. Okay. Uh, given that you now have disguises that can disguise you pretty perfectly as priestesses and guards, um, certainly I would think most logical one is just to walk straight past the guards like you yeah. are in the place, yeah. but yeah, I don't let me dictate do that. that to you. Yeah. Well, get carried past the guards. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I can't disguise myself as a guard. No, no which means you have to disguise yourself as a priestess. Priestess, yeah. And yeah, that's beautiful. It is flawless. We can have a, a bigger litter. I was going to say, the A bigger litter and the two priestesses on the litter. <laughs> What's that? Yogurt. yogurt. Jared oh. makes homemade yogurt for Zoe. Oh, nice. Because he's an awesome daddy. And Luke. Luke eats the yogurt as well now. Yeah, not as much of it because then he produces yogurt poof. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, yeah, Welcome to our stream, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I know the one. The yoga Yeah, the yoga <laughs> You know being a parent. Yes. Parent high five! Yes. <laughs> I thought a parent high five would be more tired. No, it's, it's, it's that we lean forward yeah. on each other. <laughs> 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 kind, of, kind of like pull over. No, that's a shoulder <laughs> high five. <laughs> the newborn parent high five is... High five. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fortunately, we don't have to do the, the first six weeks they can. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there are advantages to only having two children. Would make you wish you had that um, thing from Get Smart, the Cold of Silence. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So... I freaking love the kind of silence. <laughs> so, so, yes, Dr. Moreau quite wisely points out that... I can't go in as a gardener with her. And Annabelle smiles again. <laughs> and then we cut to the two of you carrying this with Jeremy walking on the side there. You've actually got weapons and all this to go with this as well. You've got all the props. And you march up and the camera then pans up across Tom's heavily oiled body. Okay. Where Annabelle is of course sitting there looking beautiful, fluttering her eyelids in her priestess garb. Which is actually a bit less sexy and a bit more covering than what you yeah. had. You've actually got a, you've actually got the face wrap around and that's yeah. 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 the veil. Thank goodness. Yes. <laughs> and then you've got you, the priestess you next to you. There's two more cross-dressing in a veil. <laughs> Never before have I been so glad that I'm not able to produce a mustache. <laughs> and you walk up to the guards. And at this point, they, they won't stop you yet per se, but they definitely eye you up and down quite carefully to see if you're supposed to be here. At this point, you are making a um, disguise roll. You're actually making an opposed disguise roll. Oh, no. Because they are looking at yeah. you. <laughs> so, but that's still a persuasion at a plus two. It is a persuasion two. at a plus four. Plus because four. Because that's, that's the point of stealing the genuine outfit. props. Yeah. You look like guards and priestesses. It's more a question of whether they look at you and go... Wait, I don't recognise you. Where did you get those things from? So you're the aggressor, you roll first and set the difficulty. Yes! Eleven. Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> we are the most legitimate priestesses so, that have yeah. ever entered this palace. They... We're more legitimate than the current priestesses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then they're going to look at the next guys behind us and go, they already went in. They, they <laughs> you're at, the imposters. They look, at the, they, they look at the two of you up there. And both immediately drop down and do the big do the big dramatic bow to you. And you roll right past them as they bow and scrape. Yeah, I don't even you. look at them. <laughs> then they stand up, cross their spears over the corridor again, <clears throat> and one of them looks at the other one, the subtitles come up, an ancient Egyptian. The priestesses are getting even better looking, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> and then behind them comes another group of three guards and two priestesses. Halt! What's your business? We get you in there. Stand aside. Ah! You have... They have already gone in. Guards! Seize these <laughs> intruders! 
bunch of guards get pulled off their post to go and seize the intruders. You hear this happening and just sort of swan past yeah. <laughs> Yes. That will net you two more successes. Oh, oh. yes. Beautiful. It's beautiful. At which point you head in past all the guards, moving down the down the corridors. Um, Jeremy, you can read along the walls all the hieroglyphics and things. I'm taking notes to yeah. give to Jonathan and my head fascinating oh this is how this is when they start yep. you, s- you see mummies and yeah. then you see a giant guy and you see what looks to what looks to be some sort of based, based on the hieroglyphics what you're reading is our great lord Sekhmet will rise again with all the power of the sands of Egypt behind him none shall stop him as he sweeps away all opposition and it's got this hieroglyph this picture of this gigantic Mummy towering over the pyramids, waving his arms in the air. Sadly, they didn't predict the group of fucking heroes. <laughs> and you move through these corridors. You're moving well away from all the guards now. And then there's this just nice blank corridor. You know, nothing in particular at all. It just pointlessly long. Um, mm. Nice, nice hieroglyphic signs on the wall. You know, priestesses' quarters this way. No problem. Last knee checks. All right. So um, I think at this point, Annabelle, probably Annabelle and Thomas, probably looking at this and seeing the potential trap. We might get Annabelle down, back off the litter. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you yeah. can in fact abandon your disguise a bit at this point and pull uh, do Doc Morrow down and start weird. He can start weird yeah, around. Yeah, we'll 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 Oh, oh no, he wheels himself around. We'll put him in the wheelchair and he can wheel himself uh, around. It was a four from me. Um, so that's seven. Yeah. Plus the one from Sue. Oh, yeah. So um, eight. eight. Nice. Okay. So Bill, you look at this. Yeah. Definitely suspicious. Definitely trapped. Trapped. In fact, you think there are basically slots on the floor where the stones are little. Um, <clears throat> little trigger plates, so when you stand on them they're going to go click and set off the mechanism. Right. Um, the mechanism itself looks like it, it is going to be there's little little plates in the wall look like they can slide aside at ankle height and at about neck height and you think when those go off some sort of manacles or spears or pinning devices are going to come out and crunch whoever's in the corridor, (laughs) and that's when the big door, the big secret doors on either side are going to open, and something's going to come out of them. You'd guess mummies. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. So I I conveyed it to the group, and um, can it be disarmed? I mean, I... It certainly can. Okay, but not by me. (laughs) You could climb climb dramatically over the things. Now that you know where they are, you can get around them, or you can disarm them. That's another last knee check. Okay, I'll, I'll attempt to disarm it. Yep. Tom, your forte as well. Oh, there's um, um, eight. Okay, so that's a seven from me, so I'll give you a plus one. Okay. So, that's so of course, it's just a matter of taking out some sand. You have an abundance around here, gritting up the mechanism, and then you put your foot very lightly and delicately on the trigger plate, put the other foot on it, it goes down, you know, maybe a quarter of a centimetre, but not deep enough to start the click. Yep. And you disarm them all going down the corridor. Yep. Yes. I'll help you out with that. Yeah. So you do one, I'll do one. Yeah. C- congratulations again, Miss Sinclair. 
when I write my memoirs, I will definitely note down that when burgling an ancient Egyptian tomb, it is, to, uh, 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 tomb, it is best to do it with a member of the French uh, uh, special forces. Now, of course, now, of course. now, now, James, it's not burglary, it's artifact acquisition. <laughs> it's Egyptologist. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> We're just stealing it before they're finished with it. Ah, uh, uh, yes, of course, for the um, British Museum was meant to house the treasures of empire. <laughs> Even if they're not our empire, <laughs> you go down. Will be you go time. down into the priestess's quarters. Find the priest. Find the high priestess's chamber fairly easily. Um, a lot of this. A lot of these areas seem a little abandoned. Like a bunch of people have gotten up and run out when an alarm has been raised. <laughs> um, and you get there, and there is basically a sort of glass case over this very elegant <coughs> amulet hieroglyphs and things all over it. Um, it appears to just be sitting on a plinth all by itself, largely unguarded. Um, Trap. <laughs> and yeah. there are hieroglyphs all around it swearing the unending te- the unending terror of Sekhmet will fall upon any. Any who touch this amulet without permission shall suffer his curse and his eternal wrath. Okay, magic trap. Magic trap. Okay, so, um, um, so this is an occult roll. Yeah, if you want to make an occult roll, you sure, certainly I'll can. Sure, I'll occult this. So maybe an occult roll for and a last name. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay, let's do this. Okay, I got a five in my occult. Oh, I got eight again. Yay! Did, 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 um, and a... <laughs> so, I'll do the, the occult first. So, Tom, yeah. you look at this. You look around at what Jeremy says the hieroglyphs say and the curse and that sort of thing, and you think, yeah. And based on, because you, you actually have some help here, because you already know what this amulet does, mm. um, in the future, certainly, it will contain a, pe- a piece of the high priestess's soul, mm. which is effectively what possessed Mrs. Whittingham. Mm. So, if that's happened now, and based on the symbols you're seeing you, you think it has because it's going to be moved fairly shortly into the pyramid um, to be buried with Sekhmet for his eventual resurrection you think that if you disturb it then the high priestess is going to just know, she's basically got a mystical link to it so she's know, she'll know mm-hmm. it's sitting safe in its thing it isn't sitting safe in its thing yeah. anymore so when you take it, you could theoretically suppress this using your occult, at least temporarily. There's no way of doing it long term. Mm. She's going to know it's gone, and then you're going to need to beat a hasty retreat. Mm. How hasty your retreat is, you could buy time with occult rolls, but that's the best you could do with that. Okay. Uh, Annabelle, you look at the more mundane side of this. Mm. Uh, the glass covering you check over... Um, it is indeed a simple glass covering, sort of frosted... No, no, that's that's not frosting on the glass. That's a sort of fine powdered dust. Doesn't look like something you should touch with your bare skin. Oh, Some sort of poison or maybe acidic powder or something in that neighbourhood. Right. Secondly, the plinth itself is trapped um, in that the... So here's the amulet that's sitting on it. Uh, hang on, I'll do my plinth, my amulet that's sitting on it. 
and the amulet is actually sinking very slightly down into the plinth, like its weight is connected oh. to another trigger plate. <laughs> so when you pick it up, that trigger yeah. plate is going to go off. Right. Um, and because you get a raise on this, you can see what it is connected to. Um, it's connected to two things. One of which is it looks like there are a bunch of bells around that are connected to it that are pretty much just an alarm system. You pick right. it up, it's going to go ding, 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 and um, manually alert everyone something's ha- something is happening. Um, but it's also rigged to the roof. So when you pick it up, the roof is going to go crash and fall down on you. Right. What you would need to disarm this, of course, is you could take the lengthy way and disarm the bells and reinforce the roof structure, or you could indie it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I like the indie it, but... Did well, we I keep the roll amulet that you... Hand me a fade point, and we did. <laughs> um, we, um... I, I, I um... Did anyone in all that whipping pay attention to the fact that I was still holding that? He did disappear as soon as they finished whipping him. You were holding what? Um, I got beaten for picking up an amulet that looked remarkably like the amulet segment. Nobody bothered to check in the aftermath that I actually put it back. No, no, they they clearly took that one back off you and put it back in the market. We saw that. What we didn't see, as we suddenly cut back to this original... as Annabelle says, now what can we find? It would need to weigh exactly the same amount and Bernard. <laughs> and we immediately flash back. To Bernard looks at the stall, looks at that one, looks at that one, ah, male, female. Well, better show them both. Picks <laughs> them up, you know, bit heavy, puts one away in a pocket, heavily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, Probably make declarations. Heck yeah. <coughs> so, so we're going to end it. Yeah. Heck yeah, we have to. Okay. Okay. You know, you've got the light hands, I'll give yeah. you the amulet. So our Master Thief steps up. What yeah. are you doing about the frosted, dusty glass? So I have a spear. Yeah, gloves. Yeah. I'll have, I have a spear. We, we want to try and, no, we want to try and make sure people don't know we've been here for as long as possible. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I do have antitoxin. Yep. It's a bonus on saves versus poison. It's not an automatic fix. But, right. Um, I wrote gloves. Just How does the antitoxin work? Does it cure you or no, prevent no, it? Jared was just yeah, Plus two to vigor rolls versus poison, which is pretty damn good. Yeah. yeah. So I will give you the antitoxin in, in case. case. Just in case. I'll, I'll like if there's the a tear in the gloves yeah. or something. Okay. And then, yeah, and then I'll do the amulet swap? No, oh. no, no. She's doing the amulet swap. Well, the, okay, so someone's lifting to, it and someone's yeah. doing the amulet swat is what yeah. I'm trying to say. Yeah. Alright, so I would suggest Tom do the lifting. What's your... So, Annabelle can theoretically do it all by holding the glass covering with one hand and using the other hand to juggle things, but it's going to make it harder for it. Yeah, so is it a larceny check again? It is larceny or very penalised agility. No, I did a larceny Okay, and Tom's holding the case. Tom's assisting then. Or am I doing, like, there should be, is there two different roles? So, someone needs to pick up the case, yeah. and someone needs to swap the amulets out. Yeah, that's what it I was trying to say. It can be the same person, but then they're getting penalised on both roles because you're carrying two yeah. delicate things at the so same time. So one of us time. should do one and one should do the yeah. other. So, okay. Annabelle does the amulet, you do the case, in which case you need the antitoxin, is the case the thing yeah. that, okay. Yeah. Tom's and the got the end. Okay, okay, so what, how does the antitoxin work? I just drink it. So you it? drink it, yeah. basically. Yeah. Okay, and so... Now you have a plus two for... How long two does it take to work? Uh, 
Really instantly, it's, <laughs> it's science chemicals. Okay. Uh, by um, science. And yes, it will indeed basically last for the duration of the scene. So okay. For all oh, of Egypt. Skull, 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 skull. And then you wear gloves as well. Yeah, and in this case, you probably actually tip a bit on your hands as well. Yeah. Keep yeah. Doing sort of washing Up my hands. arms. Alright. Because I'm manly. So I'll I'll so okay. case first. So Tom first, because he's okay. doing the case off. So Tom, you reach out, put both hands on the case, lift it carefully, and you feel as you pick it up, um, it's not heavy, you can pick it yeah. up with ease. It's a, it's a thick, thick glass, but it weighs 10 kg, you pick it up with yeah. ease. But you feel something burning on your hands, there's a very slight smell in the air, um, the stuff is eating through the gloves. It is, in fact, getting all over your skin. Uh, can you first give me a last knee check? Let's see last how successful name. you are at removing the thing. Can I remove things? Mm, double oh, one. No. Um, how do I counter a double one? You get blue. Yep. And I can't give you one. So not a red. No, I think you guys. I think re- remember we um, remember we were getting a certain number of successes more than failures. We can't have some failures. Yep. So this is a double failure. Yeah, no, we can't have some crit fumbles. I think at this point, Tom drops the case on his foot. So <laughs> you yes, because it's a crit fumble, you need a blue to re-roll it. Yeah. Um, if you trade it between people, um, it turns into a white. It turns into a white yeah. regardless yeah. of colour. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I forget how it works because Mara's usually yeah. one-handed about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so Tom, you're pulling this aside and it starts to burn your hands. This isn't going to end well, guys. You, you do manage to get it off the cover. You, you get it away from Annabelle and yeah. out of her way and you are moving it aside and then we will cut to Annabelle briefly as we see it burns in Tom's hands Tom goes and lets it go and it slips out of your hands starts falling to the ground and then the camera cuts away to Annabelle in slow motion the camera cuts away to Annabelle who's doing the indie style grab one put the other one on Uh, Um, 7 plus 2 9 nice yep which then goes up again because you have an object of exactly the perfect weight for this. <laughs> it's, it's not only something that's suitable, but it's exactly suitable. Wow. Awesome. So Annabelle, with ease, swaps the two over. Yeah. Nice. That will get you eight and nine successes eee. and one failure. Yeah. Tom, you drop this. It smashes all over the ground. Now, the good news is, this is not terribly loud. It's the sound of glass breaking. Nobody starts screaming and yelling or running towards the room or anything like that. There is no alarm raised as a consequence of this. What there is, however, is a fine powder in the air. As the glass shatters everywhere. Uh, Tom is getting the worst of this because it's a contact-based poison, Mm -hmm. and he's got it all over his hands. Everyone else is just getting some side effects of this, so... It's effectively everyone's at vigor at plus two except Tom, who's then at vigor at plus two anyway because he's got the antitoxin. Did yeah. the priestesses get an additional bonus for having been no. discovered? Damn. Nice try. Though. Okay, so I got a four. So vigor. I got I, nine. I passed. I'm not sure how many sets have I rolled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, got a like I got a um, I got a nine. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, my biggest may suck, but I, I rolled double explosion. So, so did I, and then my six kept rolling. <laughs> Tom had the worst one there, did he? <laughs> yeah. Yep. But then, in all fairness, so Tom's basically bathing in the point. Yeah. 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 I got. I rolled a four, but I have a plus two and then a minus two, so the four should do it right. Yeah. Uh, what's your minus two for? Because uh, because of the the fact no, that you I don't get you a don't plus get two. the plus two. Everyone yeah. else gets a plus two bonus because they're only getting it. The, the small amounts that are spreading. Yeah, what I was saying is I've had the anti socks and so ah, I've got that's two. Right. Yeah, the yeah. yeah. So, so it's a, it's a six. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but no, I, I, I'd spend bathing in it. Yeah, no, yeah. that that means we all get a plus two and you don't. You get a plus two from another source. Ah, so yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. effectively, Tom, you'd be at no bonus at all because yeah. you're, so you're, you're, you're absorbing it in the way you're supposed to by yeah. touching it, yeah. but you've had your antitoxin that gives you the two. Yeah, so you do six. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank goodness. Antitoxin. Yeah, but that um, what we're doing is finding out whether six is in fact enough. Some yeah, of these things are quite nasty. The poison yeah. difficulty. It will definitely be better than a failure so, yep, would. Even at the penalty to that, uh, you are not par- you are not paralysed by this. Yay! Yay. Yay. Um, well, the ancient goodness. Egyptians have got a nasty streak. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you, being paralysed sucks. This is not the first. This oh. is not the first time I've I've shared a, a really piece of humor. <laughs> ancient architecture. It's how I roll. <laughs> Oh, oh, sorry, I missed that. I missed that. Just about the wheelchair humor, and then uh, Adam said it's how I roll. Oh, wheelchair <laughs> humor is always. Oh, <laughs> I should so Yeah, now it's you know, awesome. and you will never be able to unknow your nose. Yeah, fuck. And so this smashes. No alarm is raised. Um, Tom, you get the lesser effect of this poison instead of the greater. The greater being you're paralyzed. The lesser, which you probably don't need to record because it probably won't matter is yeah. that you're at minus one to any sort of running e-style checks you are moving slower than you otherwise would okay. your body is feeling a bit drugged everyone else is fine because everyone else got copiously over what they needed nice. um, so at this point you have the amulet of Sekhmet yep. all you need to do is get it out of here yep sweet how are you planning on exiting the complex? Um, There's still being no alarm <laughs> raised. Stealth. She's got hush. Stealth? Yeah. And okay. I've oh, got to say, Annabelle Sinclair is Claire the best burglar in the universe. <laughs> That's the plan. Far out, man. She's she good. is. She's amazing. She's am, I covered in, am I covered in visually in dust? Um, it's what it is, is it's like have you seen frosted glass? Yeah. It looks like that, but it's a fine coating of dust. So you've got some all over your hands. So that. I need to be oiled again to find <laughs> Doubtlessly. Yeah. More oil. So But I'm sure Annabelle will selflessly hold it. We see Annabelle moves to the window, looks out, yeah, you can see your route out across there, across the Nile. Yeah. Back to the time machine. Yeah. But first Tom needs oiling again. <laughs> so when we cut you guys climbing out the window, Tom is all oiled. And, and do, um, does Tom make it a cult check to try and distract the priestess from the amulet there? Uh, if he so chooses. Yeah, yes. sure. There's yeah, very little incentive there not is, to, unless you crumble it again. Yeah. Um, four. four. Okay. So. I'm oh, trying to work out what sort of ritual you would do for this, and what I'm getting is you're still in the ship, you're still in the pyramid, you're still in so the pyramid. Annabelle <laughs> picks the amulet up, passes across to Tom, and Tom, what are you doing to keep its magical link connected? Um, oh, what would a man do? Um, you um, could 
pick up some of the dust from the corner of the floor, not the, the poison bit, and dust it over the amulet to sort of, you know, link it mm, back. Is it a familiar sound or something like that? Yeah. A, a, a familiar a connection to this place. Yeah, yeah, so I'll shine up the middle, I'll shine up the middle of the amulet with the sand around it. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Okay. And then give it a... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that should do it. And there's, there's no sort of immediate alarm or anything like that. Um, yeah. Of course, says Bernard with the face of one who doesn't believe in magic. <laughs> Annabelle, you look out, you see the way out. Yep, so, yep, and you need to give everyone else instructions on what they need to do to follow you. Okay. Yep. No doubt Tom is going to have to wiggle oh, over the glasses. Yeah. Wow, you're Rather exploded love. everywhere. Oh, your dice. Can I have 14. a dice? 14, and that's and another, yeah. Oh, that's 14. Yeah. <laughs> Are you then adding a stealth bonus to it? Um, do I have a bonus? Stealth D8 plus 2 in urban areas. Is this you, urban you, area? Yes, it is. It is, a, it is inside a city. 16. Like, you wouldn't hit this in a desert, but you know how to sneak races. around guards. Yeah, wow. yeah. <laughs> and, then, the and, the, and the guards don't have a wild dice. <laughs> uh, they do, actually, because uh, when there's a sufficiently large group of people, instead of me rolling... Tweaking right, notice yeah. checks, I roll a wild dice on top of it. <laughs> However, that is still only going to bring them a grand seven. See, I, I picture you uh, getting us each behind a guard, like a step behind them, and just walking in step behind them as they're walking along. <laughs> so, what are you directing Dr. Moreau to do to follow you? So he has to follow your instructions precisely, or he doesn't get the stealth bonus. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Gosh. Please be quiet. Please be quiet. Please be quiet. Yeah, another coating of oil will make you quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I need to apply the oil because I'm disguised for fish. And then Tom, Tom has to carry you bridal style. That's very important. Yes, because you're dressed up as a priestess. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Now you're the the oil especially needs to go into his feet. Yeah. And you'll find that Annabelle is actually extremely skilled foot You can actually feel this because you are not fully paralyzed, you are merely crippled. Yeah. You can't walk on your legs, doesn't mean you can't feel them, period. Yeah. That, that was the case originally, but you've had a good while to recover. Yeah. And of course, being a pulp hero, you know, you kind of get a bit better from this. <laughs> True. Plus, I can always cheat using so, visual signs. Yeah, so you, you can actually feel some nice, pleasant tingling in your feet as she does this. This is that, that's the best sensation you've had in your feet for quite some years. Uh, and Tom carries you out. We see we see two serious-looking guards, huge, big, burly guys going doom, 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 walking down the corridor, doom, doom. Doom, they turn right, doom, 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 and behind them, you guys just walk in, <laughs> like, doom, 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 straight down the corridor away from them. Wow, that's awesome. You cross the river, you get your tenth success marker, at which point it no longer matters whether Tom keeps this suppressed or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Tom, you can feel the dust is slipping off this, the, the energy in it is changing, the link is fading, and you realise at this point, no, the High Priestess is going to become aware that the amulet is gone. But at this point, you are out of the palace, you are out of the city, you are basically at the edge of the Nile preparing to go across. Mm. And from back at the palace, you hear this incredibly, preposterously deep... Nine! 
I believe that's how Q chaps. <laughs> no! It's the actual word as well. Really? Yes. How do you know the ancient Egyptian words? Anax on the moon! Sim away! Sim away! Nice! Yes, of course. I know it saved me as well. Sim away. And you hear this. Let's hope the mummy was intricately researched. This, this voice. It was, in fact. It was. Yes. Seriously. Yes, yeah, that's, that's as good an ancient Egyptian as you're going to find. Man. Because The Rock has, like, five lines in the entire movie, but they're all in ancient Egyptians. They're made of learned. <laughs> and you hear this voice boom out from the palace, across the city, out to the, you know, Nile where you are, like a kilometre away. And as you look back... You hear thunderous cracking noises as something is coming out of the palace. Something that it looks like a man, but you can see him from here, and he looks like he is very slightly taller than the palace and still growing, as if he has realized this is happening, gone, No! Started expanding in his throne room and has smashed through the roof of his throne room. Oh my god, let's get out of here. Is now starting to take increasingly larger strides yeah, across yeah, the desert. Yeah, that, that is rather why we bought the time machine. Yep. Yeah, all aboard! Everybody. I, I, I don't know. Maybe Barr is right. The leather does tend to stick a bit. <laughs> Good thing you have all this oil. <laughs> You need to. You need to. You need to get the. You need to take the the amulet forward to 1899 Egypt and then sell it to the right merchant, which should be pretty trivial. Yeah. But yes, so you guys swim frantically across the river as Sekhmet strides towards you. Uh, Because you have already accrued all your successes, you don't need to make any more for this. You are sufficiently ahead of him in the heist that he's not going to catch up with you. You swim across. Everybody climbs frantically into the time machine. Dr. Rose fiddling with the lever. The lever is sticking. Annabelle, you're going to have to use the last of the oil. No, no, no. <laughs> Thomas is going to rub his body all the time. <laughs> 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 we should all strictly think this the whatever Annabelle says. Well, I wish she's a great photo <laughs> As played by Yuren, she's a lot more into guy on guy than I remember the original character for some reason. Well, she doesn't mean that many guys. Well, she's French. It's true, she is French. She does what American girls want. And um, it is... um, you know, at that time it was just kind of Jonathan that was um, that she was trying to pick up, whereas yeah. now she's got two guys. So Thomas oils up the lever and you pull it and... Mm-hmm. Egypt around you starts to become translucent. <laughs> You're an evil, evil woman. I am married. You see, You're happily married. You just pulling the lever as this guy enters the Nile, and he goes across the Nile, goes up to about his knees oh, as he shit. crosses. Well, and you are now looking at this gigantic thing. At this point, he'd be thirty foot tall. He's now small skyscraper sized. No joke. Chuck, he brings his hands together and swings them down at the time machine, and it goes woom, 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 and vanishes just a second. It goes smash into the sand. You oh. went too big. Clutches at his heart. No, no, someone took his cor- Someone took his amulet of power out of the time stream. No, actually, Adam's got this one. Oh, right. really? He clutches at his heart and falls back into the river, shrinking as he does so. With a splash, 
and then just floats there, not breathing. Oh. Yeah. This is how he went down in the first place. Uh, Fortunately, he's got complicated resurrection plans. Ah, uh, yes. But <laughs> but we're through with them. Yes. Yeah. This is what yes, happens so. when you get too big. It really messes with your heart. And you take the amulet forward to Egypt. Uh, slightly, you need to get this slightly before everyone else shows up. So this is like the <coughs> eighteen eighteen ninety eight. Because you need to get it to Mrs. You need to get it to the merchant who is going to sell it to Mrs. Whittingham. And the last thing you need to do is find him, which is a simple streetwise check. Yay! Streetwise. Probably in a land we can actually speak. Yeah, this one you actually plus two. This one you yeah. actually don't need to be so horribly penalised on because yeah. now it's merely Arabic instead of ancient Egyptian is the language spoken. Even then, you can find people that speak English in Egypt, so it's merely a minus one. Yep. Sweet. So oral. Yeah, go for it. You all wander around looking for Ahmed's house of amulets or whatever the hell it was called. Um, so I have Arabic as well, so is it just the... Yep, no penalty for you. Yep. Yep. The, the uh, minus two. Yep, you're oh. just relying on your own innate superior truth. Seven as well. Nope. Twelve. Fifteen. Fourteen. Bernard's happy to be a British colony. Egypt at this time period is a British colony and Bernard's happy for it. So Bernard, Annabelle, Dr. Moreau and Thomas... Yeah. All of whom, you know, you, you're just back in your normal appearance now. Oh. Because, effectively, you, you would have probably transitioned back to the rock, changed back, and then transitioned to here. But we don't need to see that, yeah. so we just yeah. see you transmission straight to here in your normal clothes. I will, however, point out that the sled is currently camouflaged as a camel train. Of course. <laughs> and I'm going to keep doing this everywhere we go, just so you know. <laughs> and the four of you ask a couple of questions on the street. You head unerringly to Ahmed's shot. Um, he looks over this amulet. By my ancestors, I have never seen such a fine thing. I could not possibly afford it. You will sell it to me for how much? That sounds very reasonable. <laughs> Suspiciously reasonable. Very well. <laughs> Takes the deal. Looks at <laughs> As you walk out of the shop, he says to himself in Arabic, <laughs> fools. I know, I know one of those, I know one of those foolish British, one of those foolish old British women who believes in mysticism who will pay a fortune for this. Uh, We've made one merchant very happy. You guys walk outside where you see somebody just walking towards you, towards the shop. Um, an older gypsy looking woman, Madame Tufel, um, who's just making her inquiries. She's just literally in the background of the shop, walking down and talking to people, because, of course, that's she's going to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> or, um... No, um... That's right, she's coming down here with Dietrich Stosa. He's going to buy it. Yes. Um, and then we see Jeremy, who... You were heading to the shop with everyone else, because you knew where it was. Yes. But... Oh, no. The guy in the merchant store next to it is selling what he claims is finest Egyptian cotton, which his ancestors have been selling for over yeah. 6,000 years oh, at this point. Jordan. And, and it isn't. Jordanian. It's not even Jordanian cotton. Oh. <laughs> this is cheap, This is the cheap English import at this point. Oh, man. <laughs> Jeremy's in his blistering argument with him. Oh, and people drag him away again. Yeah. If he wasn't vital for the time stream, I would have left him in Antarctica. And um, oh. yeah. Just before he sees Dietrich, just before Dietrich Stosa sees him, because of course the um, full society knows Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> Although he is actually, in fact, in Egypt with us. You have successfully stolen Sekhmet's emulet and returned it to the rightful time stream. Um, well, gentlemen, that was very fun. <laughs> I'm sure it was. <laughs> Hang on. 
Wouldn't Jeremy be in eighteen nineteen? That's why we need to leave now. <clears throat> no, but Tom wouldn't. Jeremy, I mean, this was be- this is before we got stolen out of the time stream. Oh yeah, true. So maybe we left you behind. So you'd need to you'd need yeah. to do it you'd need yeah. to do it earlier then. Yeah, or leave him behind. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think leaving him behind would be the best idea. No, the, we're all too out of our time stream, so we'll have to do this. Yeah, this is like at eighteen. Um, uh, one person here isn't Tom. Ah, sweet. Yep, he is not in this time period. So okay, sweet. Ah. T- t- Tom will sell the accurate. Let me look for a good price yeah. without. Yeah. The so we see the deleted scene, which the directors filmed because they've forgotten the rules of time travel. <laughs> you're rebooting this guy, yeah. and then Tom goes to sell the amulet. Yeah. Yeah. And then that one guy who has this resource material whacks them across the head, as they should be on every film. Sorry, what? I don't mean to be a pain in the no, ass. No, no, we need a continuity editor in our time travel adventure. Yeah. Alright, and at this point, it is 9.30, which is... Uh, about... Yes? Hold? Yes. So, at this point, you have successfully um, retrieved Sekhmet's amulet. Mm-hmm. Um, that leaves you two mm-hmm. things to do. Uh, retrieve the Eye of Kilquato, which will be a proper full-blown combat. Yeah, yeah. we'll do that last. Um, the And then the other one is the start of darkness. You need to go find Alistair Fogg in um, Transylvania. I don't That's think your, bro- your old butler or something, wasn't it? No, Alistair no. Fogg. He's the ancestor yeah, of Phileas Fogg. That, that would um, be James's ancestor. Your yeah. great, 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 great something grandfather. Yes. Okay. Um, I don't think that one will actually take terribly long. So do we want to do that now? And then we'll, the only thing we've got to do is kill Quato. Uh My um, take is that we we discussed that we, at the end of the session we'd talk about the D&D stuff and you yes. said we'd finish early. Yes, yep. which I was planning on doing at 9.45. Right, okay. So, you so reckon, I still have ten minutes. You reckon we can get through... Uh, well, I guess the thing is we can stop halfway through the, um, mm-hmm. the James Fogg adventure. I, I think we should just leave them both for next week. That way we've got plenty of time. Well, it sounds like the Kilquato one's going to be a bit of a fight, so... Yeah, the Kilquato one will just be a proper combat. Yeah. You can literally teleport straight into the middle of the angry Kilquato drive. I doubt, doubt it's going to take, like, two hours to do. Up to you people. You're I'm the bosses. Fine, I'm, I'm just, fine continuing on with the next I'm one. I'm your dedicated slavish GM. I, I'm good call. to stop, as is Adam. Two more votes. I'm, I'm happy to continue. Okay, two for yeah, me. Let's just... Continue okay, three, three votes for continue. We'll let, press at, on. At least get there. Yeah, okay. L- okay, we'll begin, we'll journey to Transylvania for starters. Okay, so you're back in the Rock of Eternity. Ah, uh, yes, and at this point I wouldn't say no to a little bit of time to recover. Although, um, actually, yeah, yeah. actually at this point, um, my PowerPoints have probably regenerated, because that's got to yeah. be at least two hours. So at this yep. point, you've had a couple of hours to put your PowerPoints back up. Yep. Um, your wound is not going anywhere, unless you want to take a cup, because you've already had the, the yeah. best healing you're going to get on it, unless you want to take a couple of days to get the bigger check to try and clean No, it. that's far too long. No, that's all right, we'll just press it on. Hmm. Uh, uh, Mr. Wright has done an officious bandaging job, I shall merely cope in a stoic British manner. So, you go back to the Rock of Eternity, plan your next approach, which is yep. going to be... Um, I serve everybody afternoon tea. Yep, sounds good. You go in and have tea and crumpets and yep. things. <laughs> well, we, 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 did just burgle a, we did just burgle an Egyptian palace for yep. a title. We just a spot, a, spot a spot of refreshment. Yes, and some of us some of us were wet, some of us were exposed to deadly poison, some of us were exposed to a truly alarming amount of oil. <laughs> some of us were exposed to Annabelle Sinclair. At this point, Annabelle gets a draw for adding too much sex to the game. <laughs> and when Jared says it's too much, it, it, it's really quite a lot. Yes. Hey, 
I didn't put any of that in. That was all you know. <laughs> I take all the credit. I mean, I gave her the hot French chick, but you know. Hey, I ate it. That's true, you did it. Yes, so but you, I, I feel you... that Yaron has bought the general rating of this, age rating of this season up <laughs> and the maturity level of the table down. Yes, you did double fat which is when I reminded you oh, yes. it was your own fault. Yep, yes, it was. So, Dr. Moreau, where are we headed now? We are headed to Transylvania. You're going to have another character like this? Have you got a date? Of course. Okay. I, I'm also trying to find out how she to spell She won't say no to boiling then, though. I'm going to be helpful. No. You might wouldn't. wonder why I um, didn't work that out for myself. It's been an excessively long day. Just think of Transylvania. Yeah, so... Transylvania 999 AD, um, and specifically around December 999 AD, right about towards the turn of the millennium. Um, not, co- not coincidence, perhaps. The Strange Expedition will also be doing their thing at the turn of the millennium. Mm. Um, and the time sleeve goes room, 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 and arrives in Bram, Transylvania. A town we have seen before. Yes. Um, and then yes, of course, and Bernard has familiarity with this town. Chameleon circuits, circuits activated, and then immediately turns into the black gothic carriage with Excellent. the spikes and yep. the crests nice. and things all over it. Nice. And slightly outside of town. And what you see is this is, um, for the benefit of Euron, who wasn't here for Transylvania, this is the classic. Um, Transylvanian um, middle European style village it's all the little thatched huts superstitious peasants walking around with crosses around their neck and that sort of thing and then towards the back of the town up a trail that must go a couple of kilometres there is this huge ominous black castle and as you look up at it the weather goes boom and lightning flashes behind yeah, the castle. It's a nice day besides that. And you see shapes arcing around. Yeah, this is the only weather we have in Transylvania, yeah. incidentally. It rained the whole time we were here last time. It's gone yeah. You have no idea where Alistair Fogg is in Transylvania because records were not good. So this is the most that future Doctor Bro has been able to give you. He's here at this time somewhere. So you're going to have to find him. Oh yeah, streetwise. Yep. Um, so at this time, I would like to state that one of Burns' additional languages is Transylvanian. It's Roma- Roma- Romanian. Romanian. Yeah. Because, of course, I have been to Transylvania yes. in the past and spent quite some time listening to Dr. Strange um, chatter at the natives. Yep, makes sense. That makes sense. Streetwise, I'm going to... Wise? Um, I will refrain from... I'm going okay. to roll independently. Sorry, what was that? I will refrain from nothing. <laughs> Jer- Jeremy finds another Lost version. Two. You call this finest Transylvanian cut? I rolled you 15. That's good. I managed not to roll the critical farm of failure, so no guards are going to beat me up in this time period. So <laughs> At least not yet. Everyone's a little period inappropriate here. However, Annabelle, disguises are pretty damn simple because looking around the peasants, some basic cloaks and hoods will actually do the job. Everyone seems to be a bit sinister and a bit cloaked and hooded and that sort of thing. And but that just makes us turn out. Because you can't anyone now. <laughs> you, you go around, 
So at this point, people are actually, you know, <laughs> people are actually sort of splitting up a bit, sort of going around the town. Yeah. Um, and you're going around talking to a few people, looking for someone knowledgeable about travellers that might have come through the area, you know, where they might be, etc., etc. Uh, you get directed to the main inn, which is where people would stay because they tell you that, you know, there are only two places someone could stay in Bram. Um, there, there is this very small inn that has sort of one or two very crude... You wouldn't even call them rooms. They're effectively mangers off the side. Because mm-hmm. um, if you recall, there was nowhere in Bram to stay. Yes. Um, and then there is... Um, there, but there is actually a vague common room sort of drinking area in here. And that's where you go to and you discover, no, no, there was no one in here. No, no one, no one was sleeping in the manger, so he hasn't been in here, unless he went up and stayed in Castle Dracula. (laughs) 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 And in fact, with your fifteen, you will very rapidly find um, that this man, a man matching the vague description of Alistair Fogg, um, came into town, asked a bunch of very suspicious questions, um, was chased out as a witch. Right. And fled to by the extremely superstitious peasants who hate all outsiders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you hear this, and good thing I'm Romanian. <laughs> yeah. um, and was chased up to Castle Dracula. Ah. Okay. Um, you know he then actually apparently survived Castle Dracula because he left a couple of days later. Um but Dracula would almost certainly know where he is, but no one goes to the castle. Or ye will be damned. Or ye will be treated to a meal because he doesn't get visitors. No. I, I have a question. Is it the same Count Dracula that we met before? We do we'll find out. With this many raises, you don't actually need to go to the castle because as you are <coughs> asking a couple of questions at the tavern, um, someone will come up and just sort of elbow you very lightly in the side and say, excuse me, perhaps you would care to join me at my table for a drink. (laughs) (laughs) I believe I may be able to give you what you need. Okay. So that would be uh, so Bernard from across the road recognizes yeah. Dracula. Uh, pe- people at this point will see um, Annabelle is made contact with somebody who looks like they're, they're they know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and as the rest of you head over to join them, Bernard, you will see there's a guy here in a cloak, um, hood pulled down over his face. Um, to everyone else here. He looks like a remarkably pale sort of guy. His skin is... It's not ghost white or anything, it's just quite quite sallow and pale. Um, his teeth seem... His canines seem just a... Is it your imagination or are they just a tiny bit longer? Um, and of course he's got... He, he's not actually dressed in the big velvet red cloak or anything because he's in disguise down here. Bernard, uh, can you give me a smarts check? Uh... My thought is that um, I shouldn't. Count Dracula shouldn't see me, or he'll recognise me later. Oh, but you're in disguise as well. Okay, all right. Uh, six. Okay, so you see him from across the room as he sort of pulls his hood back to talk to Annabelle, and then you realise, yeah, actually, you probably shouldn't talk to him. Yeah. Because it would be bad if he does recognise you. This is 
this is not an ancestor of the guy you have met. <laughs> you're, you're pretty sure that this is the same guy. Right. Nice oh. actual it's, it's the actual actor, again, in the yeah. same makeup in this guy. Alright, so I'm, I'm, Bernard is going to write a note on note paper, which he of course possesses, yep. and um, give it to a um, small child to pass to Annabelle. Yes, sir. Um, Here we are, miss. The note okay. says, um, he's quite a nice chap, really. We'll be outside taking care of business as he shouldn't see me, Bernard. Oh, okay. Oh, James? <laughs> no, I yeah. signed myself, but... Okay. Yeah. And so, so the, other, the other four of you are at the table with Count Dracula. Right. Nice. It is nice, to, it is nice to have visitors to our fair town. You will forgive me for seeing through your disguises, but I am very good at counting how many residents <laughs> are in town. And I know that there are five more than there should be. One, two, three, ah, four, ah, five. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> no matter how loudly he talks, none of the NPCs in the bar seem to hear. <laughs> you can, of course, have a completely private conversation with him in loud voices, and no one will react, because that's how it always works. Oh, That is an actual vampire witness. Yeah, there, were like, oh, there were like four that sessions. Is canon. Of, there were four sessions or so of this guy in the previous It is good to see strangers. I find they are not as superstitious as the other villagers. You will forgive my deceptions. I am Count. I am Count Vlad Dracul, also known as Count Dracula. Ah, ah, ah. Of course, you have no doubt not heard this name. It is not very common in Transylvania. I am hoping that one day people will write a nice book about me and my family so that everyone will learn about us and come to Transylvania. It is so lonely here. The people are so superstitious. It is so hard to make friends. But I'm sure that will change if I can find the right writer. I have been looking for some time, but I fear that duty may pass to my son as it passed from me to my father. You have a son? He is very young and has not been seen by any of the villagers. There is no need to ask about him, but he is coming along nicely. He looks just like his old man. Yes. <laughs> you see the line of in the line of Dracul, each of us looks very similar. <laughs> we have unique family conditions, you see. We do not like the sun and a few other little details that you need not be concerned about. Please drink your blood wine. <laughs> yes, I've heard that in some families they tend to have a particularly strong bloodline. That is quite the case here. So, my friends, what have you come to Fair Bram for? You may count on me for assistance. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. And do we close out there? Uh-huh. Huh? Uh, nice we'll finish this, because this is yeah. not going far. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, yeah, um, oh, I'm waiting for other people to research. I've I've been researching old familiar family Fam- familial. Thank you, bloodlines. I came across a uh, particular one in the family of Fog. I heard that you had a recent visitor under that name. Yes, 
A nice gentleman by the name of Alistair, Lord Alistair Fogg. He came here one, two, three days ago. Ah, ah, ah. See how time. <laughs> he was researching into some thought, into superstitions and mythologies of the area. I warned him that he was meddling with powers he could not possibly understand. He is looking to research what he called the outer darkness. Ah, ah. No, it is not funny at all. (laughs) It is a very serious matter. I cautioned him, but he would not be swayed. He said that to fight such a thing would require knowledge of it. I directed him to the old ruin of an ancient city named Rai Ali. Ah, ah, ah. (laughs) You will find it here, draws you a map. If you wish to seek out the gentleman, <laughs> I am glad I could be of assistance. Is it, ah, is ah, it below the waves? Ah. <laughs> um, it is, in fact, off towards the sea, yes. The, it's, it's not below the waves, it's on the seashore that he's been directed to. In case you didn't get the reference, Raleigh is where um, Cthulhu's lovers. Ah. <laughs> so... Excellent. Yeah. We can fast forward briefly here if everyone's done poking yeah. Dracula. Yeah. yeah. Um, you hop in the time slid. Woom, 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 woom. It takes you across and you appear at a beach um, where you see an English an English gentleman. He looks vaguely familiar. Like, because there's an obvious familial resemblance between James and Phileas and him. Separate, separated by not all that many generations, surprisingly. As in, they look pretty similar despite the fact that it's ten generations or so between them. Yeah. Um, Almost like the casting, the casting guys want to make a point here. He has arcane runes out on the, out on the sand that he's drawn in in seashells and sticks and things. And there is, some sort of warped twist in the sky opens slightly in front of him. And he is very carefully standing about a metre away from it, writing notes. And then and we see all this on camera, and then it goes, whoom, whoom, whoom. And the time sled appears behind him, hitting him as it manifests. And he goes, what the oof, and is thrown forward into the portal. <laughs> Oh, no. And oh you appear God. just in time to see him fly inside, and that is where we will cut away. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. That's what happened to him.